Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. I'm Fufu Cully Poof and this is level 129. It's baby day. Yeah, you have a baby, right? <laughs> um, all right, yeah. You, you might, no, you might, I might do have, not have a you baby. You might have a baby. Don't say no. I mean, you never know. Eventually, he's going to be here, but as of as of this moment, I don't have a baby. What I have if you What if your water breaks during the show? Then you'll hear a scream. <laughs> That's why he has his <laughs> red and cup. And I will there. need you guys to continue. <laughs> That's what that and red I'll cup is. I'll also for. need one of you guys to edit for me because I won't be able to. Oh no! Tell Brooke to hold it in. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, do you have it's... do you have a girl name picked out? Like, because you know sometimes doctors they mess up. Something might happen. <laughs> Olivier. Oh, uh, wow. That's actually kind of close, L. So the girl, we didn't, we never decided on a girl's name, but the one girl's name that Brooke really, really liked, and if we have a girl, it's probably going to be it, is Ophelia. Ophelia. <laughs> oh, and do you know where that's from? <laughs> I don't even, I don't know what nobody's going with this. I can't. I'm not going with anything. It's from something. Is it? Oh, my gosh. Yes. (laughs) Well, Nate knows. (laughs) (laughs) I will just tell you that it is from Shakespeare. Yes. And and that is all I will tell you. (laughs) Well, now I feel like we shouldn't ever consider that name. Yeah. Well, number one, I would... I don't I, trust you. I love no. that name and, for you. How about that? And if you like that name, I love that name. And then your second choice should be Desdemona. That's from a video game. <laughs> I I don't understand this. How about Juliet? So, Do you know that one? I, it sounds vaguely familiar. <laughs> okay. What about Desponia? Didn't we just say that? I don't know. <laughs> I'm looking at video game stuff now. Video game stuff. It's also Greek mythology, <laughs> apparently. Well, I like Greek mythology. You should Nate, play Phoenix need... Rising. It's really good. Oh. Nate, we need to start a, <laughs> a 40 and up podcast. <laughs> <laughs> With references that you might actually know. We'll <laughs> play it in funeral I mean, homes around the country. I mean, I'm pretty sure. Sh- can join you guys. Yes, because Ophelia references from... <laughs> The, the 90s. <laughs> Where else would you have a Gidnophilia reference, though? I mean, there's like, there's not. I mean, it's got to be Shakespeare, right? There's no other Ophelias. No. I don't what? even know how to spell that in order to try <laughs> to look it up. With an O. <laughs> well, thanks. Do they not yeah, teach English in English class in uh, Maryland? Oh, wait. Nate's from Maryland. Who pays attention to I that? I'm from Maryland. Poetry and all that garbage was horrible. Yeah, that, that's why. That we, that's why we do a a voice podcast about video games, so we don't have to talk about that. Hey, I played a video game, but only you old folk want to talk about that garbage instead of talking about whatever it is that Nate wants to bring to the game showcase. Did you know that Don Bluth made a video game? <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Which one? He made that crappy quick time event game. But yeah, I played the game. Um, hold on, I want Kenny to read what I what I put in the chat. Oh no! And see if he's yeah. heard of this. Oh god! I want to see if he's heard of this play. I'm sure he has. 
I've heard, I've heard of Hamlet. That doesn't mean I've watched it or read it. Actually, no, I've read it, but I've purposely forgotten it because I couldn't have cared less about it. Uh, there was a movie adaptation with um, uh, Mel Gibson. That's right? Braveheart. I, no, not Braveheart. Oh. I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure there's a movie adaptation. Had to, I'd type, but then Fufu would make a comment about my... You cannot take my Ophelia! Yeah, that's the move. All right, so once as long as there's consent, all this out. <laughs> yeah, I play the game. <laughs> what is this intro? I say that way too often, but what is this intro? I blame Corey for this. No, blame L. He took it this way. I was just act- asking you do? about a baby that doesn't exist because you're having a boy, and I just wanted to put catch Within you off the next guard three weeks. and see if you had a girl name picked out because you know. I've heard things. Stuff happens. Can you ask well, Brooke this where Ophelia if is I, from? If it's, <laughs> if it's a girl, then the girl must have like three legs. Let's just put it that way. Whoa. Cause, Whoa. Because it was kind of clear in the pictures. I'm just saying, if you, you cut the wrong umbilical cord. <laughs> Nate, did you play anything? I absolutely <laughs> did. Thank you. I, I uh, this is like his sixth time trying to start now. So I promised uh, that if I was put back on the RTDL, that I would actually score a little bit, and I do um, the uh, scavenger hunt. Did you just add point and click games to it? I no, no, I did not add point and click. I, I basically Smart man. I didn't do any curation other than getting rid of all Halo and um, <laughs> uh, any RPGs. Um, wow. wow! Sounds like your list is complete and total garbage, then. <laughs> and so I got a I got a list. It wasn't my favorite week, but I think like or I think two it's months there's ago. There's no Halo. I think two months ago was a good one, and I I didn't do it. I got distracted. This month, however, um, my goal was okay. I'm going to do something really high at the top of the list so I can tell what the highest percentage is. Uh, so I decided that I would continue to play a game I had started, which is Nefarious, and uh, that is a platformer. If you're not familiar with this apparently this was a kickstarter game um and uh it's funny it's kind of like mega man a little bit um but the twist is you play the bad guy and you are oh, stealing, i remember you talking yeah, about you this. are abducting princesses from across uh multiple lands and you are stealing them and you're basically trying to take over uh the entire world um, so you're taking them from all these different kingdoms and you end up being friends with hmm. them uh, back on your ship where you have them all. And then you can go on little friend quests and things. And you have to do that in order to get all of the achievements. Uh, there's an achievement for seeing, uh, for getting like to all the endings. And the way you get the, uh, the good ending is by unlocking all of these friend quests from all these princesses that you've abducted. Uh, once you've done that, you can get the good ending uh, at the very, very end of the game. If you don't do that, you get what they call the bad ending. Um, so, yeah, I, I played this, and it's kind of a loosey-goosey. It, it, you can tell it came from, like, a PC platformer. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. When I say PC, sort of. yeah, when I say PC platformer, the controls uh, on a PC are just Jazz different. Jackrabbit. Well, I never actually played that. I own Commander it, but, Keen. Uh, yeah, I own those, but I didn't play them. Hmm, but okay. when you when you take like um, the the snappiness, the responsiveness of like a Super Mario Brothers, 
and you compare it to a platformer that came off of the PC, there's just a little bit of lag or float or something to the PC version. This kind of has that. It's got a little bit of that floaty jumping, so it doesn't feel super tight, but I have I've been enjoying this game. Um, you can upgrade your character with uh, different fists. So you can have um, one that, <laughs> that reaches a little bit longer, one that has like three uh, fists at the very end of it. So the where you hit is, is bigger, so you don't have to be as precise. Uh, you also get a, a rocket launcher, so you can shoot uh, different grenades. Sometimes you, Sounds can, great. Yeah, you can shoot sticky grenades, missiles. Um, there's a machine gun that you can use instead of a grenade. I don't know how that works, but that's an option. Uh, and then you can increase your health and you can increase your uh, grenade count. Um, and that there's an achievement actually for getting all of those. That is the last achievement I don't have that's easy. Um, and then after that, you get some really difficult achievements like beating the game without buying a single upgrade. Now, that's not so bad. Um, once you get familiar with the levels and you kind of have to backtrack to get uh, a whole bunch of collectibles. There's three crowns per level and there's a record per level. The record will actually add music that you can change a jukebox. And I think you, you can huh. probably have that play in any level too. I think that's cool. Not positive about that. Yeah. But you'll need all those uh, collectibles for an achievement. Um, but as you're going to collect those, you're becoming very familiar with the levels. So I think beating it with without buying the upgrades is doable, but the later levels get really difficult. Now, the checkpoints, there are checkpoints as you go along, and there's no like set number of tries before you have to go back to the beginning of the level. You can just keep trying from, from the last checkpoint you made. So I think it's doable if you have enough time. You can just kind of just push through. Uh, and then there's another achievement for beat the game, having collected less than 1,000 um, currency. Uh, and there are some guides for that, uh, ways that you can maybe get around some that are hard to avoid. And then there's the very difficult achieve S ranks on all stages. And that is a 13, that's yeah, a 13.31 ratio. Um, Whoa. in general, this game, the achievements have very high ratio values, but they're inflated. Um, they're not as difficult as most of them up here besides these last three, I believe. But yeah, it's a fun game. It's fun platform and nefarious, nefarious, however you pronounce it. Where are you from? Um, nefarious. So it's definitely nefarious and nefarious. I noticed yeah. that you did the majority of achievements in two um, days. How many hours yes. do you think that was? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say right now that you have more <laughs> score than uh, Wakapel. So yeah, I think that's a what, challenge. Don't issue. tell him that. Now he's going <laughs> to. Now he's going to finish the game. Um, yeah, uh, I probably spent, I don't know, f six hours, four or six hours, something like that. It's not, not bad. bad. Yeah, there's no estimate on the page, but... Um, Only five completions. Well, yeah, those last couple of achievements can be a little tricky. And I was actually worried because, you know, once again, um, with Scavenger Hunt, you don't know what achievement you're going for. And I basically cleared out everything that I could, and I was down to six achievements left, three of which were doable, and these other three, which were going to be very time intensive and i actually got it i think on the second one of the easy three it even has uh, an achievement for l because he likes uh video game puns and this Ooh. one says drop the axe and the achievement description is feel like a plumber yeah and if oh. you know your history it's exactly what you think it is oh kenny's confused that's okay that's about right 
There's, there's lots of good little references in this game. And it almost seems like they set it up for a sequel at the end. Um, but this has been out for a while, so I, I'm not sure uh, if a sequel will be coming. But I recommend it. And especially if you like platformers and you're not super tied to having to get completions in all your games, um, this is a fun one with a lot of high ratio values. I'm a little surprised that it's kind of flown by me because it is a Digirati game. And, you know, I, I like my Digiratis. Yes. Digirati does do quality. Yep. Yep. So, Nate. I feel like we've talked about this before. I think I recommended it in a sale before. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Because this looks familiar. Do you have a question, now? I do. So, okay. for your RTDL this month, are yes. you just trying to get to the achievement and move on, or are you going to try to put some time into the games as per your um, goal from last week? Yes. The way I like to do RTDL, number one, I said I would do it, so I had to get some stuff done. Um, and then I wasn't sure how far I was going to get uh, in, in the whole challenge, so I wanted to sort of see what was out there. Um, I like... When I do participate in the RT, RTDL, I like to pick two games and try to beat those games. Um, so I try to pick two from my list that are strategically placed, uh, and I try to get as far through that game as I can. I don't really worry about everything else. So uh, so this time it was... I shut it down because we were recording a podcast. And now it turns out I need it. Well, I am setting a price tracker right here, right now. There you go. Um, so that's the way to do it. So yeah, so Nefarious, I uh, wanted to complete, and you'll notice last week I talked about Edgar Bokbok and Bullzak, Bullzak, however you pronounce it. How could you forget? Yeah, you know the often quoted, uh, and that game was on my list, and I just I beat that one. So that was that was one of the two that I was going to do. Um, I also have been meaning to finish Enslaved Odyssey to the West, and it keeps showing up on RTDL. Um, so I'd like to finish that one too at some point. I just don't know if I'm going to get to it this month or not. All right. Uh, how about you, L? What do you got? All right. Well, speaking of RTDL, I wound up with Bloodstained Curse of the Moon on my RTDL. And I think I've talked about this a while back, but this time... I wound up uh, with an achievement to finish every boss in a boss rush mode. So it's basically like every other boss rush mode. Uh, you have to beat all the bosses. But before unlocking boss rush mode, I had to beat the game another way first. So much like, uh, I guess, like Nefarious, there's different endings. That's the replay value in this game is basically because there's eight stages. The game takes about an hour. Uh, but the hook of this game is that after each of the first three stages, you can choose, um, there's th a character will appear, and you can choose to defeat them and get their powers, or you can recruit them and they come with you, and you can uh, toggle between them, or you could just ignore them. So depending on which of those things you do, um, it actually changes up the game and unlocks different endings. So if you kill all three of them, that's one thing you can do. Uh, you can kill one or kill two, recruit none of them. Um, the game is much like the NES Castlevania games. So this one's most like Castlevania 3, which introduced branching paths. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was happy that this came up because 
the boss rush achievement was one that I failed a couple of times, but when I finally got it, it was just one of those great feelings, you know, like, like you achieved something and played something and got a good achievement. <laughs> so I feel that. Yeah. My heart was pounding. I was like, oh, cause, oh, in boss rush mode, you get the four characters, but if one of them dies, you can't have them back. So, and in between each level, you can get two energy power-ups and you have to use them wisely. Oh yeah. I lost the the main guy, Zengsetsu, and had a Miriam left the girl. Bless you. <laughs> Damn. Been hanging around with Big L too long. So yeah, and uh that boss rush one is worth uh four hundred and thirty four TA. It's a four point three four ratio. And after that one I decided to finish off the game and get the last two achievements. Uh the first one is finishing nightmare mode, which actually um Makes the difficulty a little harder, and you can't pick the main guys. You can only pick the three friends. And then uh, there's a different ending to that one also, but I won't spoil it. Because, you know, everyone's going to go rush and play this game right now. 100%. I totally think so. <laughs> so uh, the, the history of this game was interesting. It was a... Um, the, the main event was uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, right? And that was the Vayner mm-hmm. by, by the famed Iga. And this game right, was a yeah, was a Kickstarter, uh, what do you call that, a stretch goal? It was, yeah, it was a bonus. A, yeah. Yeah. So this game came out to everyone, and then eventually it wound up being games with gold. And then Ritual of the Night wound up being Game Pass. So I feel bad for anyone that put a lot of money into, <laughs> into that game. But eh. Eh, I know. They, they got it early. They did a service. Supported a dev. Yeah. That is true. But this was a, like a four-year Kickstarter. But yeah, I really liked it, and I believe they made a sequel. So uh, they did. It came out uh, this year or last year, I guess, twenty twenty July. Yeah. Um, I just watched it. Uh, it was on Awesome crap, Games Them Quick this past week, and oh, yeah? So, yeah, some guy beat the whole thing, uh, Curse of the Moon two, in like I don't know, forty five minutes, hour and a half, something like that. Mm-hmm. Crazy. It was nuts. Yeah, th- these games seem to be big in the speedrunning community. A lot of videos were like, they beat the game without getting hit and stuff like that. Oh, that's right. I do remember hearing about that where they beat it in like 45 minutes without getting hit. Yeah, the good thing about this game is you could put it on casual mode and you can have infinite lives basically and the achievements still count. But the game's still pretty heavily inflated. It's worth about 3,000 TA. Didn't you back this? Or was that Michelle Uh, that backed it? Michelle's money, so... (laughs) Fair. <laughs> Michelle did back it, yes. I was thinking this was the one time, you know, no, um, actually supported someone. You know what? I don't think I with told money. you this. I didn't tell you this, guys, but I will I will surprise you with this right now since you brought it up. I backed that crocodile game. Uh, the one from, from Demetrius Cat- Guy. Yeah. Crocodile game. The Brock. Cat- Brock. Cat- Brock. Yeah. Oh, okay. I backed it. I think I spent like, I don't know. 20 or 30 dollars on it he made that terrible demetrius game it was an amazing game so i backed that <laughs> the brock game so eat your words wait brock like the gym leader oh brock like the mma pro wrestler guy Nate shaking his head mm. <laughs> yes, you po- and your pokemans <laughs> he's the spiky haired guy uh, yeah, yeah. Th- so 
uh, Corey, when you watch stuff like that, like, mm-hmm. will you watch anything on there, even if you have no interest in it? Oh yeah, on the games on quick. Yep, that did, interesting. W- that during the week that that is on, that is the only thing on the screen in front of me, and that was a, a big ask this year because Netflix is removing Power Rangers, and uh, it's kind of a sad day. So I have a lot to catch up on, like uh, two weeks, but. Uh, games on quick week yeah. is a week where I watch nothing but games on quick. See, I only like watching the the games I know. No, see, I like to experience. Well, I experience. I like to see all of these games happen, whether I have interest or not, because they do some crazy stuff. Um, I'm trying to think of the game that it was. It, it may have been. Uh, I don't know. Th- this one doesn't really count because you probably have interest, but Super Mario 64, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. It, that one's different, but a guy beat it 16 stars blindfolded. It's like a 40 minute run blindfolded. Uh, what? It's all, mus- yeah. it's all muscle memory. Yeah. That's so nuts. They, they do crazy things like that. that. And I'll watch, I'll watch any game. So, they even have, they, they, they block out game games. So like they put a couple uh, Sonic games together and they call it the Sonic block. Well, they have, uh, they have a block called the awful block and it is bad games. And sometimes those are the best ones to watch. Games that are just terrible. And uh, Don't say people, Halo, Nate. People speedrunning. How would you even do <laughs> 16 stars blindfolded? I don't... <laughs> I mean, I've so seen the still, Mike Tyson... Okay. Yeah. I've seen the That's Mike Tyson something I would be ones. interested... I was actually just about to mention that one. That's something I would be interested in, even though I have absolutely no interest in Mario whatsoever, outside of Mario Maker. Um, I would watch that just because it's you're blindfolded. That is amazing to be able to do that. And like El just said, I watched the blindfolded um, Mike Tyson's punch punch out. I mean, See, that's amazing. Which is, but it's already hard enough to defend and describe my hobby of earning gamer score. Can you imagine having <laughs> to tell people, "Oh no, I've got I got to put in two hours this weekend." I gotta practice blindfolded uh, Super Mario sixty four. Yeah. What? Like uh, I don't think these people have uh, <laughs> families. Yeah, I've really gotta I watch a blindfold <laughs> Mario sixty four. I don't. I don't. Wait, you're gonna watch it blindfolded? That. Yes, that's exactly what I just <laughs> you need, said. That's how you support much them. like much like uh, streaming in general, I actually watch it for the streamer most of the time versus the game. Uh, I could care less what game they're playing. Typically, I, I tune in for the streamer. But like some of the runs that I, I remember uh, from this week, past week was there was an awesome Sonic Mania run. If you have ever played Sonic Mania, I don't even think I've mm. beat it yet. But somebody did it in, in under an hour. Uh, that was pretty crazy. Uh, somebody did the new Tony Hawk Pro Skater one and two. He did all goals and all gold medals in the things mm. for you know Tony Hawk one and Tony two. He did it in sixteen minutes. Wait, 16. What? 16 minutes. It was it was really fun to watch. And then uh How the heck do you do that? You that's all you play. That sounds right. <laughs> if you're just going for goals, yeah. Goals and go- that, that's you can you wouldn't even get close to that L. Come on. L. Oh no, no I, but I, I could see how someone does it because the game's been around for Yeah, somebody did carry on years. uh in 25 minutes. <laughs> what a Jeez. monstrous goal. So, I mean, there's just really cool stuff s- and you can find new games like um like I know Shovel Knight's a good game, and I've seen Shovel Knight, but like they did the new Shovel Knight campaign, that was really fun to see. Um, they, apparently, they played a game called Michael Jordan: Chaos in the Windy City. 
Now these guys play games the way you That's play. That's not a right? real game. Like What's that? Cutscenes. So these guys play games the way you play in that they. they oh skip yeah. The cutscenes. If they can, they they do any yeah. skips they can. Oh, Minecraft okay. Dungeons in forty one minutes solo. Huh. I watched that one from scratch. From scratch. I don't know what difficulty, well, but still, right. 41 minutes is that's pretty good. Well, yeah, they skip cutscenes, and I was watching a Rise of the Tomb Raider run, and they switched the language to German because German apparently is shorter than English. And by switching it over, I think they said you save like 10 seconds over the course of the run or something like that. Mm-hmm. This one I didn't get to watch, but somebody did Star Wars uh, Fallen Order in under two hours. So that's that's as much time as I've put in the game, and they've beat it. So there's just really cool stuff that you can see. Um, and, and the last one I'll mention, Fufu, you'd probably like this. They did a Pokemon Blue. They did a Catch-Em All. Mm-hmm. Now, it's obviously, it, it all relies on glitches and exploits, and he is going through some crazy menus. But he caught every Pokemon in an hour, almost two hours. Every Pokemon. Wow. <laughs> Then it's just cheating, but you still got to know your stuff. Stuff. Well, in Pokemon Yellow, if you know how to get through it, you can actually beat the game in under a minute. And like, you'll go through, you'll beat the Elite Four, and your time will be zero, zero, zero. So, oh, there's two more because they're just really cool. Celeste, somebody did all the seasides, which are the really hard ones with dance pads. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) wait, wait, what? Yeah. Okay, I need to see that. And then somebody did the messenger in 41 minutes. No out of bounds. Blindfolded with a dance pad. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> and a drum kit. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah, those are those sound cool. The ones, the the glitch ones where people do all kinds of stuff and beat the game in 10 seconds do nothing for me. I like when they make the developer cry. Like, <laughs> yes. Those, those are the best. Are fun. Yeah. Like they do with Psychonauts. <laughs> I did watch There's Halo lots. 3. I, love the oh, so I did watch Halo 3 uh, ODST. Like he did that in an hour and a half uh, on Legendary. What? But I w- okay, actually that seems plausible now that I think about it. So yeah, I don't know. I, I find I haven't really mentioned a lot of like smaller games because uh, I mean I don't stay up super late, and they they obviously know when the good games are, and they put them in prime time. But you definitely catch some stuff that you probably never heard of, and I think it's a good way to to kind of catch that stuff. Like who would ever watched the game called metroid prime so i caught that for the first time that's terrible right that's good uh, so there was no audience though this year i assume uh the pat so they do two events a year and then they have other little events but two big events in the past two summer games last year and the uh this one called they call awesome games in january yeah no audience all online and it, it does lose a little bit of its luster but it's they they, yeah. they got better with it this time the summer one was obviously very in much into the pandemic um, uh, this one still had its problems but it was okay one last question do you find most people narrate what they're doing or, or keep quiet it really depends and, and to be Both? honest yeah. they, they, they call them commenters or they they call it their couch they'll have several people uh going talking about the game and uh the runner will talk as well or maybe they won't and that's why they have people on the couch and yeah. really they can make or break the run and um and, and sometimes you, you watch i watch it for those good runs but i also look for the cringe moments 
especially <laughs> at the real life, the in-person ones. Like you can just go to Google, uh, YouTube and go to <laughs> Games Done Quick Cringe and like you'll find some really, oh, really? crazy videos. Oh, you like boy. break their TV yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, last one. Uh, ukulele in the possible layer, 50 minutes. Just interesting. Just How long will it there. take you to beat that, uh, Nate? Uh, well, I'll talk about that. I guess I'll talk about that now. <laughs> um, so hey. another game I played um, that wasn't a super short game was Ukulele and the Impossible Lair. How can it not be super short? Someone just beat it in 50 minutes. Well, I tend to take twice as long as those people. Um, so this <laughs> game, uh, if, if you're not familiar with it, uh, it is Ukulele, which is based off of the um, the other Kickstarter game. I believe it was a Kickstarter. Um, that was a platformer kind of based off of the Banjo-Kazooie uh and or the banjo kazooie dna uh and that game was okay uh it didn't really pull me in as much as i was hoping it would uh and then when they said they were doing a sequel i was like oh geez but this sequel is different um this is kind of like your um donkey kong country if you will um instead of like a mario 64 or a banjo kazooie and it is primarily uh, a side-scrolling um platformer and the cool thing about this is there are augmentations that can happen to levels and there's an overworld as well so the overworld is kind of like super mario stars right is that what it was super mario no super mario world um, like, like galaxy or something well, i guess mario no, world would be too i think it's super nintendo time I have no idea. So back there was there used to be a system called the Super Nintendo. Super Mario RPG. It had what made it so super though? Well, Super Metroid did. Now it was it a had, second one. <laughs> <laughs> and it had a Mario game that had an overworld, and you could choose where you went. So this game also has an overworld, but there's more stuff to do in the overworld. You can explore. You can find secrets. Uh, you can talk to um, characters that were in the first game. Uh, and now they, they kind of have, I guess, similar roles in this game. Like there's there's the vending machine that tells you all about these potions. And the potions can basically be little mutators for the levels. You can have to up, up to four of those eventually, but three to start with. Uh, and those things can increase your coin count or your coin multiplier. Or they can decrease your coin multiplier. Or they can do nothing uh, to your coin multiplier. But they can still apply a cool filter effect or just something funny like big head mode. Uh, or um, you know, black and white mode, that sort of thing. More games need big head modes nowadays. Yeah. And, and so you're you're just running through this overworld, choosing what level you're going to go to, and you're finding cool secrets. Um, you're finding these potions that are hidden everywhere. You're doing cool little challenge levels that basically change the overworld map so you can get to new places. Uh, you, <laughs> you have to lower trousers paywall. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> well, that's the thing in the game. You're, uh, there's a guy named Trouser. He's a snake. And um, what you have to do is... is, is he he talk, got it. He got it. You have to go to Trouser. I get it. And you have to pay him um, a, a different kind of currency to lower his paywall. And when you lower the paywall, you can now access a different part of the overworld, um, which allows you to go into other levels. Eventually, you can also change the map... Um, you know, on a whim, you can direct water to go over the the uh, the level entrance that you just did, and now that level has been changed. It, it's no longer just a regular platformer. Now there's water sections in that same level, and you can basically get to these other five coins 
There's five coins per one of these levels. And now these, these other five coins that you couldn't get before are now gettable because of this water mechanic. There's another mechanic that is honey. I haven't tried that one yet. Uh, and then there's another one that is, um, uh, it adds more enemies to the level. So there are these cool little things that you can do in the environment that change the level that you were going into. Uh, and your whole goal here is to go ahead and fight off this bee guy. I think he was the, the big boss of the first game. But like I said, I never finished that game, so I'm not sure. Um, and, and you're trying to basically get enough of a, a bee shield um, that will allow you to survive long enough in that final level to take him on. Now, you can take him on at any point if you're good enough. Uh, but even with all of the bees to, to give you the most hits possible, it's apparently still kind of difficult. Yeah, they even start you out in the game playing that first world, and you don't get very far at all. So. No, you don't get very far at all. I, I think I got like past like two obstacles, and then I was done. Uh, and so, yeah, so it, it's a lot of fun. It's currently on Game Pass. Uh, it's a stack, so there is the console version and the PC version. Uh, since I went out and bought the, P, uh, the console version first, and that's why I went to Game Pass, I'm actually playing the PC version <laughs> first so that uh, I have plenty of time to beat it before it leaves Game Pass. Uh, and then I will go back and finish the console. And this thing is so fun. Uh, Ukulele and the Impossible Lair. I am loving this game. Uh, it is an awesome platformer. Has anyone else played this? Oh, I'm, I'm glad you asked. Uh, so somebody, uh, <laughs> some, some furry moose friend put the fear of God in me and it was like, you should do this before it leaves Game Pass. And I know it was just added. It was just so added, yep. It, it would be very dumb for me to believe that. But I said, you know what? I did buy the console version. It kind of makes sense to go ahead and play the Windows version and get it over with because right? the console version will never go away for me. And so, yeah, I started playing this game too. Uh, by the way, that's not the only game that FOMO'd me this week, and uh, I, I kind of hate it. But, yeah, I, I did play... Um, a little bit of ukulele. I think I'm a little bit past you, uh, Koosh, as far as if I check achievements. But yeah, it, it is it is a quality game. If you like platformers, if you like Donkey Kong Country, I could not recommend ukulele in, in the impossible layer enough. It's really good. Uh, yeah, just for the record, I have two more achievements than you. That must have been <laughs> new. Yeah, well, I did. I saw that you were ahead of me and I couldn't let that stand. <laughs> so I added uh, four more. Oh, well, your two achievements don't count. They, you're not progressed the story anymore. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, you've just played uh, with these overworld tonics that are mostly uh, cosmetic. And yeah, I'm not playing a level of black and white. So, uh, Speaking of the achievements, though, if you just get through the game, you're going to get most of them. Um, like Kush said, you play a level, and at the end you get this B. This B will join your army to do the final level uh obviously you have to rescue all of them eventually so i think there's probably going to be 24 chapters 24 levels and then i think each one can be altered into its second state so because uh, i'm looking at an achievement now it says uh get 48 bees that's the uh, one of the last ones so i'm assuming that's 24 levels two two bees each um but you play through the game uh and you do that you're going to get uh, all most of the achievements in that regard, uh, you do have to collect all of these extra coins that he's talking about. Well, I don't know if you have to collect all of them. I think you have to collect most of them. Um, I think it's, it says 200. I haven't, I haven't done math and I don't know if every level has five, but, um, 
you got to do that and you got to find all the overall tonics. It, it does not look like a hard list. By the time you just get through the game, you're going to have most of it. Yeah. Um, and at least on the PC version, I think it's probably safe on the, the console version. You know what? I'll look while I'm talking. It, it also has a get all the achievements achievement and it works. So no fear there, at least as of now. And the console version looks safe too. Yeah. So. I'm actually, I think I have more fun in the overworld than I do in the actual level. <laughs> uh, so, some of the levels I could definitely, I could definitely agree with that statement. Yeah. The overworld in and of itself is uh, a game where you have to find, do these little puzzles and yeah, I'm enjoying my time in that part too. It's pretty fun. And the platforming is just like chef's kiss. It's that good. <laughs> it's very good. It is. And it's different than like, say the messenger. It's, this is like Donkey Kong platforming. You feel a little chunkier. Um, but it's it's still good. So what's different about the sequel? It's a completely different genre. Yeah, the first one is a Mario 64. Oh. So you're running around in 3D. This is a side-scrolling platformer that has an overworld mechanic. And in, in the overworld, you're kind of just, you're looking down on the map and you're kind of running around the map and doing oh, things. And isometric. And, yeah. Hitting switches and finding little hidden things, and yeah, it's cool. And the sequel is impossible. It's got it? layers, like an onion, like onion, like an Eat onion. You. Damn it! <laughs> uh, and you or did, like ogres. And you did the stack, Corey, on Windows Ten. Uh, I'm I'm playing the Windows Ten stack first because, as Kush uh, Kush said, and he very smartly suggested. That one will go away eventually. We both have bought the console version, so that one will <laughs> yeah. not. So do that one second. Seems oh, to yes, be a we, smart move. We were supposed to thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Uh, and according to T8, it's about a 15 to 20 hour game. I think I've probably put in four to five. I don't know. Maybe not that much. Seems a little. Oh, a little much, trouser but. snake. Anyways, <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> I think I've put in at least four to five hours, but yeah, I'm just, I'm really enjoying my time with it. So. All right. Uh, El, what's the last game you want to talk about? Hmm. So another Diddy showed up on my RTDL, uh, indie fighting game called killer instinct. Never heard of it. Uh, yeah. So I had one called battle worn glacius, which is, just you know, a little easy thing called winning 20 ranked matches as Glacius. That sounds easy. Well, it is easy when you have a little help from your friends. MDP, my good buddy, I asked him for some help. And uh, he's like, we're probably not going to match up just the two of us. Uh, we need six people at least. So I'm like, well, let's just try. This was a Sunday morning. Maybe around 10 o'clock. And so he went on and he got his alt on as well. And I would say I matched up with him like every other time. It was pretty good. And then uh, Isrit came on. <laughs> Sunday morning, the time to play. Yeah, apparently. And then Isrit came on and uh, Volger came on. And it's been a while since I played, so I had learned or remembered that you start off in the Bronze League and then you need to work your way up to Silver and then work your way up to Gold and then you wind up in the Killer League. And once you're in the gold and killer, the matches are two out of three. So um, I was in the silver, and I was matching up with, with him as a killer, so that worked out well. I was able to progress, and I ranked up to gold. 
believe Israel also ranked up to gold and Volga ranked up to silver. So it was a successful session. We played for about three hours. So yeah, nice. Sunday mornings. We matched up pretty well together. Um, just wanted to give my thanks to everyone in the community. This is like, you know, grinding could be pretty silly and mindless, but we had lots of laughs, lots of good times. And I don't know if we're going to do this again because there's a zillion characters you got to do the same thing for. And it's yeah, a, just it's a little it's like crazy. 464 achievements. Yeah. Dude, there's a lot. I, I f- forgot that there's that many. Yeah, that brought me up to 157. Ah, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of achievements. G-Task game, I can tell. It's good for certain contests. Or for RTDL. Sure. <laughs> it's certainly good for certain things. Uh, yeah, so we might do some more boosting in the future. If anyone wants to boost on Sunday mornings, in a couple of weeks, there'll be no more football. It'll be sad. After the Ravens lose <sighs> next week. Yeah, after that. Hey, uh, <laughs> Al, I was looking out. What time is the Giants game? I can't find it anywhere. Uh, the Giants game is in 2011. Uh-huh, exactly. <laughs> That's what I thought. So uh, with that, let's continue on. Let's get into some news. Uh, Giants loss. Oh, wait, not that news. That's definitely not news. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's get Let's go out of order a little bit on this. So first one. I assume at least two out of the three of you will be happy with this one, or at least will be somewhat excited this. But Bethesda's Machine Games is now an indie developer. I love and indie by, games. Like yeah, and by indie, indie developer, yeah. I don't mean in, it's Indiana Jones. Apparently, Machine oh. Games is going to be making an Indiana uh, Jones game. Ooh, is it based off the best one, The Crystal Skull? Never happened. It never happened. <laughs> <laughs> But Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm torn. I am torn. How come you've seen that crap and not Princess Bride? Because this has a crystal skull. Oh, God. Corey. <laughs> oh, and that's my heart. My old heart. I knew this would happen. <laughs> but yeah, so the developer that usually has been doing the Wolfenstein games is now going to be developing an Indiana Jones game, which, I'll be honest, I haven't seen any Indiana Jones movies, but this could almost sound, not that we actually know what's going on with it, but it could be like a new Tomb Raider or Uncharted-type game, which, if they do happen to go that route, that sounds cool. I mean, it's definitely going to be RPG-ish, right? Can I mean, is can it? they do a game that doesn't have RPG elements? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Lego Indiana Jones. I played that. Well, I don't think that counts. This teaser video, it looks exactly like an Artifacts Mundi game. Um, so so, so let, me, let me just, if we, if we want to speculate genres, let me just put it like this. What, what if it's like The Mummy Demastered, but with Indiana Jones? That'd be pretty awesome. But there's yeah, a, a Vayner. <laughs> See, I think this is just going to be... Uh, Xbox's quote-unquote answer to Uncharted. Maybe. And, I mean, it will probably be pretty good, hopefully. Uh, we'll get it for free. That's good. Yeah, I, I mean, I would love... Don't get me wrong. I would love to see an Uncharted. Um, but, yeah, I don't think I don't think it's going to go that route. I feel like they've got to go more to their strength, right? 
Yeah, I don't think it could be a shit. I mean, I've never really played Wolfenstein. It, those are just third person action RPGs, right? Yeah, I mean, they're just shooters. Yeah. 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 From what actually, yeah, they're I them either. They? You shoot Nazis. It, yeah. Yeah, it's like a really story driven shooter. Nazi so it's like demons. Wolfenstein, but we're going to be shooting snakes. Exactly. And jumping over pits. Other Nazis, yes. So. Hey, do you, got, do you guys want to hear some Indiana Jones trivia? Sure. Shia LaBeouf. There sure. were only three movies. <laughs> um, <laughs> which one of the only three movies um, was famous for something? Neat. Temple uh, of Dune. For, for creating something. That is correct. Temple of Dune. For creating something? For cre- yeah, for yeah. Creating, for creating a short round. <laughs> <laughs> it created... Raiders of the Lost Ark. It, that is incorrect. It is Temple of Doom. Good guess, Corey. <laughs> I agree. It was the first movie to have a PG-13 rating. Uh, I did not at, Really? At, at, the, um, at the urging of Steven Spielberg, who uh, people complained the first one was a little too violent, and it was only rated PG, and I think Gremlins as well. Yeah, this was a, a Google PG, search PG-13. says PG. Oh. A Google search says PG. 1984. Temple of Doom. Is that the first one? No. No. It wouldn't be. Temple of Doom's the second one. 1981 was Raiders of the Lost Ark. Why won't you tell me the rating? Just just, just go with what I'm telling you. Anyways. I wouldn't, I wouldn't steer you wrong. Anyways, The Crystal Skull <laughs> came out in 2008 and was PG-13. I don't know what this thing you're talking about is. No, that <laughs> one's rated NC-17. <laughs> going off of the trailer, going back to the trailer and things that actually did happen. Um, Shia is in LaBeouf. I would be cool if LaBeouf was in this. LaBeouf. Um, I feel like th- this trailer has got to be more indicative of the style of the game. I think we might be looking at I a mean, point and click. I hope not. No, is this trailer said not, told us I hope nothing. Not. I hope, yeah, this trailer told us nothing. It's a 30-second teaser of them basically just saying, hey, Machine Games is working this on This game Indiana will not games. be out for two years at least. Well, I would love to people, see people I dissect this thing because there's a lot of stuff in there. There's books on the table. There's a map. There's yeah, coffee. I'm sure there's people that are going to be going over this and trying to figure out all the info they can. I cannot imagine it's going to be a pointed click. Looking at the style, I, I, I'm just saying that the trailer has to be somehow tied to the style of the game, right? If it was just a graphic, it would just be a graphic. But they show his desk and they have this weird kind of panning and then the hat it i i think we might be looking at a point and click which is weird i don't know there's oh, coffee ooh. there it could be a calico type cafe simulator yeah that sounds more realistic there could be a hot coffee mod <laughs> i don't know there is there's a camera you do that in artifacts monday don't you oh it's like pokemon snap oh so <laughs> i want to say it. the best pokemon <laughs> game so p-tart's in <laughs> But yeah, that sounds like something's pretty cool that might be coming out. Uh, next news article, I guess this was more for Nate. Uh, all Shadow of Mordor achievements to remain unlockable after server closure. Whoa. <laughs> so, did you just, oh, did God, you just, uh, that's what I wanted to say this to. <laughs> no, I'm okay with this. Um, I'm glad for <laughs> other people. Well, here's, here's my reason. Uh, I probably would not have played that game as hard as I did, and I probably would not have gone for those achievements that were very difficult or very challenging for me that take an hour each time, and I failed multiple times. I probably would not have done that if I didn't, uh, you know, get lucid 
into thinking that there was uh, a time, you know, a, a drop dead date. So I had to do it and I don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> How much time did you put in these? We, just, we don't, just curious. We do not, in December. We do not talk about that. Uh, I spent, <laughs> I must have attempted um, the test of the, or the trial of the wild. I probably tried it a good 10, 12 times. Um, each one of those, like I, like I tried it, tried it like 10 times. That's like 10 hours, probably close that I put into. Oh, that's not so bad. No. And then the other one, I, I probably tried a good, I, you know, because of all my experience with uh, trial of the wild, my trial of the ring, I knew when I was in a bad way. So I would just, as soon as I was like, sure, I wasn't going to do it. I just bailed. Uh, I probably tried that one about four or five times uh, before I got it. And then. Oh, yeah, that's not so bad. Yeah. I, th- I thought you put more time into it than that. Well, I also played, I you know, I played the Game of the Year edition basically almost from scratch uh, and just and beat that game. So I put a lot of time into it to get ready for it as well. So that might be what you're thinking. Um, but yeah, Maybe. I had a great time with it. I, I Like I said, I wanted to start the 360 version, um, but it, I was, you know, it's a little bit buggy. So did you complete the games or do you just I completed both you know, get them. to the point? Oh, okay, nice, yeah, nice, nice. They're done, done, done. Just in time for the patch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Eh. I was just gonna say, um, on TA's Facebook page, you know, since I need a new place, oh. uh, an, an, an extra place to troll people, um, someone posted, of course, that, and they were like, oh, "I can't believe they did this FML and all that stuff," and and I was like. But this got you to play the game, right? And, and someone said, "Yeah, I hadn't got right. an achievement in that game since 2014." And see, this—that is when it's kind of it should be eye-opening to you. Like maybe you should rethink what you do with your gaming life. He obviously did not have a good time. Yeah. Whether it got him to play the game or not, he did not enjoy it. You shouldn't be. Well, I think it was the stress of the time. Uh, Probably. I don't know. I can see that because if all of a sudden you're like, hey, you got a month to get all these achievements or they're gone forever, then yeah, that could be kind of stressful. Okay, well, when the game released, they could have said, oh, you have have seven years to get these achievements. (laughs) Yes, yes, that's totally how it works. I mean, I don't think they would have possibly have known that. Nate, do they say if they're how they're going to get them to work from now on? Um, well, I think they're, they're patching the games, um, so I think they're just going to take out the... Uh, they're Surely they're sure. not changing their lists. Yeah, I don't think uh, they're going to change if, their lists. What if it pops for everyone now? Won't you be mad? Uh, no. No? Because he enjoyed his time he, with I, it. Yeah, I had now a this, enjoy. Now the salty Facebooker, oh, good, he good. will go it, on a rampage. Yeah, it was hot sauce fun. I had <laughs> hot sauce fun with this game. Taste it good. It hurt, but it was a it was a good hurt. It's kind of like reverse hot sauce. Yeah, it's like boss rush. Because <laughs> at the end, you felt really good. Yeah, yeah. You felt like you achieved something getting an achievement. Mm-hmm. There you go. What a novel thing, novel way to feel. Unlike you know some publishers and some games where you just you know log into the game and unlock three thousand gamer score. Oh Which, yeah, what kind of games are those? Uh, Zidalon game. Oh. Yeah, Zidalon. That's what I was going to say. 
Yeah. So, big news story. Okay, anyone in the Discord is probably tired of hearing this, but we got to talk about it again. We talked about it a while ago. We'll bring it up again. So, publisher Zetalon told to reverse easy achievement changes for some of its games. Um, We've talked about this to death in, in the Discord, but just as a recap, Zetalon, a, long, a while ago, a couple of months, went through and started changing all of the achievement lists for their games, making it real easy. Instead of, you know, having to actually play through the game, actually have to beat bosses, you basically just log into the game, bleep bleep, you got a thousand gamer score under 10 minutes. Well then, after that, they started adding in title updates, which basically for another one or two thousand gamer score, you do the same thing. So these games became very easy, no thought, no work required in order to unlock somewhere between one and three thousand gamer score. Well, apparently, changing uh, changing achievements and how you unlock them is against Microsoft's code of conduct. There's a rule against that. Because of this, Microsoft has basically said, "Hey, you need to change them all back to their original um, to the original phrasings. You cannot just sit there and make all these once you know." somewhat tough or tough achievements no-brainers because of that like i said because of that like a couple of the lists have gone back um specifically pixel gladiator castle of no escape one and two the explorer of night reactor x dark grim and cold silence and smart moves they're the ones that were really affected now, a couple of them do have have the title updates. They're going to stay the same. It only is for the ones that have to get... They're only the only the ones that were originally changed are the ones that are be or that has gotten changed back. Um. So yeah, we'll bring it up again. We can discuss it, but I want to give my opinion of this first. While. If you if you listen to the to the podcast at all or know me, know my gaming habits or have talked to me in get Discord, I don't like this. I think games like this, games like Radalika, all the Neo Geos, a lot of the uh idea to Xbox games have actually ruined gamer score and to a point achievement hunting. Um it's just not the way it was. Gamer score has been devalued, devalued to a insane amount. You could probably get a million gamer score within a year, year if you actually wanted to try, and you were a gamer score god, like a Redemption Denied or something like that. Um, with that being said, I'll be straight honest. If I was him, I would have did the same thing. I do not blame him for for doing this. I don't blame him for adding title updates with a ton of extra gamer score because I guarantee you there are people out there that went, oh, wow, this game costs X amount of dollars. I get all this gamer score and I don't have to do anything? Sign me up because there's plenty of people that buy Radalikas and all the Neo Geos. So from a publisher standpoint, just trying to make some money, I I don't blame them. I would have did the same thing. But unfortunately, because of that, it kind of ruins the achievement hobby and the pursuit of gamer score. So let me put it out there because you said that. Um, and now we're all smart enough to know that this is not how many purchases uh, this 
publisher has. But uh, I I actually did not talk about it a lot in the showcase because I, last week I played pretty much every Zelon game. Air quotes played that that exist. Um, I completed it all. Uh, half of it was because I had been sitting on them, and I know the title updates weren't changing, but I just wanted to go ahead and get it done. Uh, most of it was driven by the Microsoft Rewards Punch Card. You had to get 10,000 gamer score, and you're going to get 10,000 points. That's still ongoing, but the first day or two, there was... It, looks, it seems to be a, a glitch in the system, in the Matrix, that if you completed it, you not only got the 10,000 points, but you got an additional 10,000 so that's twenty bucks instead of ten, and so I I like stayed up a little bit late the first night and I just grinded through it, and so that was one reason that it, it met a, a, it met an end to a need that I I had that day. Um, anyways, back to my original point. If you look at all the Zitalon games, you will not find uh, see Cold Silence seems to be the the lowest amount. Um, uh, of gamers played cold silence has over 2000 gamers and you know each of these games cost like five bucks each uh and again there's bundle deals out there there's game sharing that happens um we know all that but that is still a dang huge number of players for these games it is obviously oh, smart yes. in the is the business world um and so i i don't fault him for that either uh in fact uh he i I don't know if he i don't know how exactly he got his achievements changed in the original games but it 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 sure it it sure boosted sales and if that didn't boost sales all of this publicity of them getting changed back definitely pushed themselves i i definitely saw some people that put in they showed their receipts like oh man i just bought like the whole catalog because that's all changing and i you know I want 3,000 gamer score, soon to be 5,000 easy gamer score on the cheap because that's what they're after. Now, luckily, we do have true achievements that is supposed to offset the difficulty for the easy gamer score, but it it has it's skewed a little bit as well. I mean, Bullet Beat, I'm looking right now, Bullet Beat is worth 352 TAD. There's no way that game it should be worth 350 TAD for the amount of work right. that you got to put into it, and so that that is skewed a little bit. Um, and it's it's is it's the easiest it's ever been to get to a million gamer score. Uh, you you heard it last week. Sangrius was on with two million gamer score, ninth person in the world to do so. So I definitely get the point of the the devaluing of the gamer score. I do think that at some point. People will just have an epiphany saying, what am I doing? Wasting my time. Just going to play with what I want. And, you know, that comes to people at different points in their gaming life. And to be honest, some people like these games. And you know what? That's perfectly fine. Do I wish they were on the system? If I could really say yes or no, I would probably say no. Let them be on Switch. Let that be the shovelware cemetery. Uh, and keep Xbox a little bit more pure. But you, you can't you can't turn back time as... Share would say. See, I don't necessarily <laughs> disagree with uh, them with these games being on Xbox. You know, I 
you know, publish all the games on Xbox. If you're, especially if you're an indie developer, put them on PlayStation, put them on Steam, put them on Switch, put them everywhere. That you know, that way you can get more sales. Maybe create some more revenue. Be able to make a AAA game or something. You know, well, not that big, but you know what I mean. So I don't fault them for putting shovelware on the Xbox. It's a crappy list that basically devalue this hobby. Well, the, yeah, the, like, onus, well what's the, point? the onus is a little bit, should be on Microsoft. They're the ones who broke their own yes. rules. Uh, and they said that you can't change base achievements, which obviously that's a lie. Look at Sea of Thieves. Look at Shadow of Mordor, which that one is kind of like, okay, they're changing it so it's not unobtainable. Maybe maybe right. maybe that's a footnote somewhere, but they they allowed that, these updates to these games. Now they never said they can't be easy, and just like Zidalon has said, he will push to five thousand if he can, which the rules say he can, and all the title updates will be easy, and all of the later games that he has published are easy. That's why they're unaffected. Um, but somehow he got these older games that were hard because he did not understand what achievements could do for his small indie sales uh, and he got them through and microsoft probably saw that a ton of people were completing them uh in a rapid fire session and uh took note and i mean i I was supposed i I, I would guess that they reached out to him and said we're we're changing them back you got to change them back so i'd be willing to bet that microsoft doesn't really give a crap there someone probably just reported it and that now it's like okay now we care i bet you they See, I, I don't know. It's it's a double edged sword because you know obviously they get a cut of sales, but it's a five dollar game. Um, and if we're doing these punch cards, and I've seen people do five ten thousand game record stacks across different alts this past week, uh, because I mean that's that's ten bucks each. And if you did it on that first day, yeah. it was twenty bucks each. I mean, that's how I. And it was very coincidental that it happened at the same time. So I, I mean, I don't know. I don't see why anybody would report them per se, but. It's a weird world. L, do you have thoughts? Uh, Aboriginist sucks. Yeah, oh, yeah. We don't talk about that game. <sighs> no. I actually I actually didn't mind Aboriginist. Oh. I remember, that, that was one of the ones that came out and was easy that I remember. Of of all the ones you actually had to play through, that's the one. <laughs> well, that's that's one of the ones I did, when, like I said, when it first came out. And, and if we were going to talk about good games, um, <laughs> you want to play... Castle of No Escape in 50 years. Those are the test, best two games in his whole catalog. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, so, <laughs> uh, don't sorry, say I, bullet I, beat. I, don't say bullet beat. I asked L if you had thoughts, so I'm yeah, I'm not going to okay. jump over that. So, what thoughts do you have? Um, I don't know the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, I'm no just words. as I, I, I'm, I mean, I'm just as guilty as anyone of playing these games. But as far as devaluing gamer score, I think. It was kind of done before that. What they probably yeah, it's, it's shouldn't been happening have for two years. Make, what they probably shouldn't have ever done was make every game worth a thousand. I know you guys don't like wasting your time with the old two hundred and four hundred pointers, but this is what all of these should be, in my opinion. I, I agree to you with a certain extent. I I enjoyed the Xbox Live Arcade days, and those points were fine. And I I, I just I think the price should reflect it and sometimes that doesn't really happen nowadays so a full thousand is nice but the other problem is that these title updates added nothing new to the games and that's a problem yes getting getting 200 gamer score for getting for turning on the game S- and since you brought that the, up my, yeah. mental night actually 
brought something up as a, like as I guess as a question, and he said, "What should DLC or title updates look like?" So what sh- like if he's going to implement a title update, Zitalon, what should it do for the game, in your opinion, Al? Add something. He shouldn't. He shouldn't add any. <laughs> he shouldn't add. Is, no. is that just because of the type of game it is, or yes, like something well, okay. like. Something like Gears will add, uh, you know, you might get annoyed at how much they do it, but they'll add new maps, they'll add new uh, game modes, they'll add stuff. Yeah, so they'll like Mushroom Quest, right. Mushroom Quest, for instance, could have like a mirror version, which is like, you know, you take the thing and you flip oh, it. I would love it's that. It's technically a new level. Yeah, technically yeah. a new level, but it, you know, very minimal coding for them, but it gives more playability or replayability. So that's something that could happen for and- that particular game. Uh, they could add actual levels to some of these games. Bullet Beat has been adding modes mm-hmm. that create new ways for your eyes to bleed. Um, <laughs> <you> know, new <laughs> impressive ways to make your eyes bleed. Um, when these first came out, I played the games that interested me. Uh, Bullet Beat, because I like uh, shmups. <clears throat> and, you know, it was on the account. So, yeah, I'm going to play that. So I played Bullet Beat, and I, I pretty much enjoyed it. Uh, Mushroom Quest, I enjoyed. I didn't use a guide. I like puzzle games. Yep. Uh, it was not great graphically, but it was still kind of fun for one of those, you know, push box puzzles. Cold Silence was a Vayner, so of course I'm going to try that. Uh, and I actually enjoy Cold Silence. It's the best game out of all of them, in my opinion. Um, it's the most that is actually a game. Um, the most <laughs> game game. Yeah. It is the most game game. It's the most game like game that they have in their catalog. Uh, and I really like it. <clears throat> castle of no escape there's no way you could force me to play this game unless i could beat it in 15 minutes um i, I enjoyed my hour with that <laughs> i don't like that type of game uh, i castle of no escape 2 a little bit better it's more like a zelda game so i actually yeah, I like kinda, that one worse I, I liked it better than the first one um smart moves is it's a very cool <laughs> mechanic it, it's not great graphically uh and the controls are a little bit weird but it's a it's a solid game mechanic and, and that actually could have been fun uh, the, the biggest problem with that is I couldn't see the screen because the achievements were popping so quickly. Uh, I had <laughs> yep. no, I couldn't see anything. I out of felt, all the games out uh, there, Smart Moves is the one I definitely played the least. <laughs> yes, it was the easiest to do. Um, <clears throat> you could just uh, do it all on the second level. Mm-hmm. And basically, I stay away from everything else. I, I've heard good things about 50 years, so I do want to try that um, at some point, and I want to try it naturally. Everything else, I just felt gross. Like, I did this because I needed 10000 really quickly. I was trying to get mm-hmm. that $20 thing. I don't think I got it in time. Uh, so I only got the $10. But, um, but yeah, I wanted 10000 really quickly, and I've got other goals that I want to attain for this month. So I just said, I'm just going to do the zit things before they go away. Uh, and I did. Uh, and so, you know, games I had already completed, I went and got a little b- bit of extra. Games I hadn't started yet, like Castle No Escape um, 1 and 2 and Smart Moves, I used just to pad my score. And it felt gross. It felt so gross. Well, I'll just to put them out there, just because you did not mention them. If you liked something like Mushroom Quest, uh, and you want a very simple puzzle game one day, Reactor X is that you can do that. Just do that without a guide and and see if you mm-hmm. like that. Okay. Um, and also, there. I mean, there was uh, so, so so something that Zitalon did was they actually have taken these developers and they have. Spot, they have taught them taught them their ways and they have actually branched out to self-publish and we can see that with signal this is the cold silent dev he his his next game signal was self-published um and actually mushroom quest has a sequel 
and it is by the same development team, but they've self-published, and it's called Mushroom Savior. So maybe you want to check that out as well. Again, he's taught them their ways. It is a, an easy game, um, but it, it does exist out there. Just to throw that out there. Yeah. Did you see the Castle of No Escape 2 list? Uh, the original list yes. that has now been reverted? Yes. Um, it's pretty it, crazy. That, so that one, a couple of these went under some weird things, like... Um, I believe Pixel Gladiator and I think Castle of No Escape 2, like they were kind of difficult, but then they made them easy, but then they made them easier. And I played it during the second go around um, for, for the most part. Uh, actually, no, I'm looking yeah, at you. Yeah, I did the game without the getting hit. Yeah, that never happened. <laughs> and then you got to play for 10 hours. Yeah. Yeah, nope. That was my fourth yeah. achievement. I started the game, had a. I started the game in March. I got one achievement because I hated it. Castle No Escape 1 was way better. But the, uh, the rest of them, yeah, I got it the same day. <clears throat> I forgot one point I wanted to make was that before it was all academic, you know, we're, we were talking about, oh, they're changing the achievements, they're doing this, they're doing that. It was all, like, theoretical for me until last week when I actually played these games. And it is just obscene. Like, Microsoft... It's bad. Microsoft should never have... And I blame Microsoft. I don't blame... Yeah. He's yeah. the one. He's doing what he needs to do oh, no. to, to sell games and make money. Uh, and that's and it's working. Yeah, and it's working. I mean, you look at the numbers. It's ridiculous. Um, Microsoft never should have allowed this. It is completely their fault, and it's a big problem. I, you know, I didn't think it was that big before, but you know, now having played these games, it's, yeah, it's a problem. And what if Absolutely. he had made yeah. these games as this easy to begin with and they were worth a 1000 If they were stopped thousand, at 1000 I have no problem. No problem with that. I'd have less problem with that. I mean, I don't. I still don't like, you know, like Rattalika. You know, most of them you play in 15, 20 minutes and you get the thousand. That still devalues gamer score, something crazy. These are just doing it even worse because mm. you play them for 15, 20 minutes and get 3,000. And yeah. it's, it's going to be, be 5,000. 5, yeah. The five is just unbelievable. I mean, three is already bad enough. Two's so, bad. Yeah, Corey, Destin what's Killer the deal? Not even have five. Oh, what was no. that? I think Killer Instinct. I don't even think it has five thousand gamer score. Four thousand nine hundred and thirty-five. And that's right. completely different. That's, you know, they've added so much that makes sense. Two hundred hour game. These games don't earn. Yeah. Think of how score. many. Think of how much game is in Master Chief Collection, yeah, and that has six thousand gamer score. Corey, what's the deal yet, with um, Nexoria? Uh, okay, so Nexoria is another. Um, uh, another spinoff, if you will. Uh, they they actually have been around the block. Uh, so Nexoria is made by uh, developer Ternox. They have made such gems as Invert, uh, mm-hmm. Bullet Beat, Nexoria, and Tamiuri Complete Edition. Uh, Invert, in the last one I said, was oh. published by Victory Road, p- popular with easy gamer score. Uh, bullet B, obviously easy. And again, they self-published this Nexoria game. And this Nexoria game is basically a turn-based roguelite dungeon crawler game. And okay. I'm interested. It's, a th- it's worth 3,000 gamer score currently. The base list I don't think has ever changed. So it was never in Jeopardy. Oh but I still this did it awful. anyways. Uh, and then the title updates are trivial. Super easy. I just haven't seen another 3,000 uh, outside of the Zillons. Yeah. yeah, they're just following the the way that their daddy has taught them. 
yeah, okay. now more developers and publishers are realizing, hey, we can get several thousand sales instead of, instead of several tens just by making an easy gamer score. Yeah, yeah. This one for some reason is kind of weird. It, it is super easy, but it's not. It's not zero to one hour. It says one to two, not excluding um, DLC, and it's worth. Well, it's only worth four hundred plus TAD, but it's just not as quick. So it only has twelve hundred people, and it's it's kind of weird. The it, as soon as you pass like a threshold of an hour or two, like the the number of players just drop. Like you just have these. I'm just going to say it, these hungry gamer score whores that just, they need their fix and um, that they can't, you know, they don't want to spend more than an hour to do it. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like some of these junkies aren't bad. Junkies. We've talked about uh, plenty of Radalikas that are actually good games that honestly, we all would appreciate a longer list. East Asia soft. There's, there's good games there. That if they had a more uh, longer list or a better list, we would have played more of their games. You know, uh, one game that you guys—I guess you guys didn't like it, but I actually freaking loved it—was Pixel Gladiator. I really enjoyed that game. Ooh, you would not like that original list. Um. Okay. Yeah. So the original list, I got all but two of the achievements legit. The two achievements I couldn't get, I wound up unlocking when it got real easy, and it's just because I just couldn't get to it. I just couldn't get it. But uh, the worst yeah, part like, for just all because of this these games that, are easy gamer score doesn't make them bad games. And the worst part for all of this is that if for new people, if they go and look at these games, there's like three guides for every achievement, but they're all for the post the updates, so none of them work now. So <laughs> I, I I hate Oof. it for anybody who tries to get in at that time. But ultimately, I think I think you just got to play Switzerland. You got to you got to vote with your wallet. If you really don't like it, don't buy them. Uh, but if you just like gamer score and you're fine with it, I mean, just do it, do what you like to do and don't worry about other people and don't worry about what other people are playing. Let them play whatever they want. Yeah. And that, why that are you looking at me? Like, <laughs> I can't imagine why. <laughs> just looking up. That is the big thing. Like if you just want your, your easy gamer score, you just want to get in, get out, then so be it. I don't understand it. Some people like Zelda, you know, it's just not oh, for me. Oh, here we go. Uh, so I, I kind of <laughs> look at it like this. It's it's it only brings you, you it only you. brings enjoyment to what you make of it. Now, I have used these in the past to do spelling competitions, right? Cuz you could get right. a ton of letters very quickly, very easily. Half the fun for me is actually planning out what I'm going to get, when I'm going to get it, you know, the order and whatnot. And if I can bang out uh, this wasn't the word, but you know, well, I just did alphabet. If I can bang out the alphabet in one night using all these easy stuff, you know, it kind of, the fun's kind of gone super quick, you know, that's on me. So uh, that's why I've kind of trying to rearrange my thoughts on how I feel about these. I don't mind doing them. I'm not paying, I'm not going to pay for them. I'm not going to put money into their pockets for the stuff, but if it's in my ready to install, uh, I'll probably play it, you know, eventually. Um, and it, it could affect the fun I have in a contest, but I'm going to try in the future not to let that happen. You know, if if you're in Leapfrog, that will, this will be an asset to you. But if you're not, you know, you're just going to... I don't know where I'm going with it, but you make, make, make the no. fun with what you have. I think I know kind of where you're going with that because I kind of 
echo the same thought, at least I think I do. These games, even though, you know, I just said I hate these games, I don't much like them, there are plenty of games on my tag that I've completed. And it's for contests. You know, these are great games if there's a CCC challenge or, like you said, Leapfrog or, well, not necessarily G-Task anymore, but these games, I'm going to play, I'm probably going to play them at some point because I'll eventually get sucked into some contest and it's like, oh, these games are perfect for this. I can get a ton of gamer score real quick or I can get a ton of completions real quick. But, like, as far as just playing them, playing them for me, no. I have little to no interest in these. And even though there are games that, you know, I generally like. I liked Mushroom Quest a lot. I like those type of puzzlers. I li- like I said, I like Pixel, Pixel Gladiator. But the gamer, the quick gamer score hit does nothing for me on these. I don't see the, I don't see the draw to it. It's just not there for me. It'd be different if like I unlocked all the achievements. I got that thousand gamer score in, in Tony Hawk, because. It's something, you know, I need to try for. Those achievements are actual achievements. I didn't just get in and get them all in 15 minutes. I had to put the work into it, and I achieved something. For these, I basically got 3,000 gamer score for opening up the game and pressing start. That's not an achievement in my mind. That's just a gamer score boost. Right, and and this is definitely the beginning of the, the thing. we. I don't think that we've seen a year in the past five years where the number of zero to one hours has plateaued or gone downward. It's only trending up. And so again, you just got to vote with your wallet and don't worry about what other people play. Just play what makes you happy. Right. And Aboriginal sucks. Still not the worst one. (laughs) (laughs) To play it for like an hour. I tell you what, don't play Dark Grim Mary. I wasn't going to. I looked at it and <laughs> that now, one was fine. You might, you might, you might have been tempted by the Explorer of the Night. It's a platformer. No. <laughs> I liked how the title updates on that one make you go through uh, another level. That I one mean, that one least... you had to play the game, but it was it's right. a point and click. So. No, I'm talking about the Explorer of the Night. Oh yeah, that one. So that one actually burned do... people because if you went past the original list. You had to actually yeah. go back and backtrack. Oh, I stopped really? at the original <laughs> list, so this new title oh. I'm right there at it. Oh yeah, lucky me. Oh, I think everyone with the brain stopped immediately. <laughs> but yeah, it, the Dark Zidalon, Yeah, Zidalon's already said like Castle No Escape Three. He's mm. hoping to come out this year. Uh, who knows how many other games he will put out? He's he's put out as many as he can get his hands. He's on. put out twelve games in the past. 13 months no no no, a little bit more because one came out like october so maybe 15 months yeah and just to kind of go back to numbers i I can't remember if we said this or not but like castle no escape just if you haven't played just look at the game and if this was a real quote-unquote list this game would have seven people playing it it would not have any star i played this a year ago from the original list. <laughs> and it was you're fine. You're crazy. It was fine. Well, then G- six G-task. other people. Well, as of right now, it has 9,600 people have played this game. He has made buku dollars off because of, because of all the shenanigans. Well, 
for those who aren't in the Discord or who don't pay attention too much to general, because that's where Zidalon likes to hang out. Uh, yes, he, he is in the Discord he, talking he about He will. This. I mean, Microsoft allows it in their documentation, so he will be trying to push for 5,000 gamer score. And you can do that two times a year. Uh, and it's not every six months. It's, it's one time between January and February, or January and June, and I think July and December, something like that. Um, and so come July-ish time frame, these 3,000 gamer score games, look for them to be 4,000 gamer score if Microsoft still lets them. That That is his aim, and you can't fault him for it. You, only, you can only fault no. Microsoft. Yeah, now, like I said, I do not fault him for it because if I was in his shoes, I would have done the exact same thing. And if I were to have aspirations of becoming a game developer, I would do the exact same thing. All of my games would have easy lists because I know the people listening to me right now would buy would pay me $5 for an easy game along with thousands of other people on TA. I don't know, Fufu. I think you should make a game ba- um, for your son. Call it something like Oliver's Adventures in the Fairyland. Just, I just made up some name like that. Just, you should try it. Ophelia, mm. Ophelia, where art thou, Ophelia? <laughs> <laughs> Someone's been binging. <laughs> That's Romeo. El, do you got any more any more thoughts to this? Because you've been the most vocal person about telling people of how to play and what to, and what oh, I not don't. to do. What I played the same crap everyone else did. I just hypocritical. Uh, yes, but you complain nonstop and That's you get what on I people do. nonstop about this. That's and yet what you, I you've do. been mostly quiet about this. No. I was going to say the one game I didn't play was Cold Silence. And... Um, Corey so the one game say, that has the right. hardest original <laughs> list is yeah. the one that you chose not to. And yeah, it's the only, most game like. Yeah. It's only it's only it's only worth a thousand. I mean, that's just not worth it to me, Corey. Come on. All right. Well, so th- that developer is is nah. he's putting out an update, and it will be. A, no, I think I, he's actually adding content, but yeah, all his stuff will be slowly progressing to the game, which is a fine I'm, that's thing what to I, do. But that's what I was waiting for. But now it's going to be super hard to get the completion. So good luck. And that's okay. Not every game has to be an easy completion. You're right. You're right. You are 100% right. I'm okay with that. I doubt that. I, just, I only play easy completion games like Killer Instinct. Uh-huh. Sure you do. So can we talk about some good games? Yes. Like what? What would you like to talk about, Al? Uh, the Two Achievements 2020 stuff of the year. <laughs> Stuff of the year? Yeah. That's not what that says. Yeah, th- th- that's what it says on my uh, sheet. What about right, it? We'll take it away. Go for it. Oh, you want me to do it? Uh, that's what I just said. You go through it. All right, well. You lead this one. TA Game of the Year 2020 voting closed earlier this week. And be- no, we're not going to read this crap. Uh, anyway, for those of you who play good games that come out the year they come out. Yes. This article's for you. Ah, Doom Eternal took the top spot. <laughs> I enjoyed Doom, but never finished it, so I'm going to hold off on Doom Eternal, but this is the type of thing I want to play in the new year. Games like this. I agree. Uh, Doom Eternal. That's why I just bought Doom. <laughs> Doom and Doom Eternal don't seem intimidating, like the next one on the list is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Pretty sure that one right. is a long one. Um... 
it I guess it depends on how much or how you play because there's lots of side quests so you could easily be a 100 hour game or you could probably mainline the story and get it done in you know 20 hours or so uh, number three all depends. despite all its bugginess is cyberpunk 2077 another long guy and number four on the list create some long guys in the panel Ori and the Will of the Wisps, which I think Eliflet just finished his blind run and said it was amazing. I would love to get he to it right. at some point. I have only heard good things about this game. Gears Tactics was number five. No, Halo Wars was interesting, but I never. And I love Gears, but I never said this hey, is I'm not like Halo Tactics. Wars. No, this is like XCOM. Yeah, this is XCOM, not Halo Wars. Total right, difference. but it's a but it's a takeoff of. Uh, it's a spinoff of the main series into a different genre. Has anyone played it? I have. Anyone ever? I have you. I have. I, not yet. I haven't and? played XCOM. Kenny, so I don't think I would run I this haven't. on your your VCR. It would be nice if the list had a <laughs> no like a click on. All right. So Gears Tactics. If I were to play this, I would play it on a computer. I wouldn't play it on my crappy VCR. Which is where I've played it. Which I've only played. Like just a tiny bit of it, a few hours. I've played a little bit of XCOM, and when I played it, I didn't really do it for me, so I kind of put it down. Everyone talks about how good it is, how good of a game it is, and I love strategy games, so I intend to play it and give it another shot. I might just not have been in the right frame of mind to play it at the time. But yeah, Gears Tactics, from what I can tell, is just like a baby's first XCOM. It seems pretty complex um yeah I, I'll, it, I'll be going back to it for sure it, it oh, i don't necessarily want to say this but it's the best way to put it, it holds your hand to help you get through the game uh and gives you like more tutorials than xcom does from what i've heard that's what i mean by babies first mm. not as in yeah having never played it's, XCOM, a, it's an easy game maybe rabbits is probably Actually, baby's first XCOM, which is fun. I actually still haven't beat Rabbit, so don't say that. <laughs> what's next? Hmm. What's next is the uh, one of the actual respectable games on the list. Oh, maybe one that we've all played. Maybe, maybe. yeah. Number six on not the name Koosh. <laughs> number six is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two. Which should have been number one. That game is freaking amazing. Uh, my only and best guess is that. Something a little more original would, would be ahead of it. Uh, number seven was the not great Minecraft Dungeons. Which, well, uh, apparently a good bit of people thought it was great. Was that? There are lots of good things about that, too. It wasn't well, me. Good, but <laughs> well, one good thing about it is that it came out on Game Pass and you didn't have to pay for it. So that was a good thing. The other good thing is if somebody has the DLC, you could piggyback off of their purchase. Wasn't that a nice find? Yeah, it's it's been it's been nice so far. And the DLC we did levels just are find, long. And we just found a host only achievement, but somebody told us how to get by that. Um, so we'll be host only achievements. Time. The the host can still pick the levels if someone has the DLC. The host does not need to have the DLC. Right. Anybody can still pick it as long as that person is playing. Yep. Uh, number eight was Carrion. Yeah, that yeah. the first ID game on the list? That so. is our, uh, well, Nine I think Ori is, is technically ID, but Carrion deserves to be there. I think so. 
Moon Studios? Is that are they not considered <laughs> no. indie anymore? Yeah, I don't think they're ID. Oh, I'm gonna look it up with the magic of the internet and there's a He's lot of tags on this game <laughs> I <don't>, yeah <laughs> i don't see id at xbox uh number nine is tell me why and number 10 was voted on approximately 15 to twenty thousand times by death dealers it was call of duty black <laughs> cold war <laughs> <laughs> she voted with the mustache and <laughs> ah, different hats it's a very diverse list all right, real quick, we'll go on to the other ones. Game Pass Edition of the Year. Uh, third was Gears Tactics. Second was Ori, and first was Doom Eternal. This is more of our speed here. I did Xbox Game of the Year. Um, some diverse ones here. Golf with your friends, which was a, uh, a good one if you have uh, you know friends. And another one if you have <laughs> friends, Streets of Rage 4. And if you have no friends, Carrion is the top spot. <laughs> Not that that was a surprise for this year. They 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 wound up with the pretty much perfect game. Not too long, not too difficult. Just came at the right time. What was this? Xbox Game Expansion of the Year, which is a fancy way of saying DLC. Um, Forza Horizon 4's Lego Speed Champions. Which is odd. Proudest achievement of the year went to Tony Hawk's Pro Skater's one and two got there. Is that the one for doing all the crazy? It's the one for doing all the the get there challenges. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weird. But it's interesting that a lot of I would have guessed. I don't think that many people got this one, so I was surprised they got so many votes. Complete all well, the hard I mean, it says that they were extremely close categories. It's one I've yet to do. I haven't even tried, but just yeah, shy of 800 people have done it. This is also probably something that someone might have voted on. Because it's like, yes, if I got this achievement, I would be proud of it because, you know, this achievement is a real achievement, Zidalon. <sighs> Most original achievement of the year. Cyberpunk's breathtaking. <laughs> oh, I Keanu love Reeves something, something. <laughs> Most enjoyable achievement of the year. Call of Duty Black Ops Seal the Deal. Doubt. Which is an Easter egg. Oh, keep reading. What keep is reading it that paragraph? It it only out it just it pips. <laughs> only just pipping carrions a cerebral feast, which is earned by chowing down on the heads of your enemies. The thing about that one though is it was like accidental and it's so small you can't tell. Like I couldn't tell that I was eating a dude's head in carrion. Uh, I actually was surprised that I got it's it. When so I got it. Fast. Yeah. It's so fast. It's so fast. Yeah. What what did the honorary uh one go to, L? Oh, I'm still trying to figure out what seal the deal is, Corey. The I did zombie. it for the achievement from Yakuza Zero to got into third place, and it says you're right. Softcore porn is fun. I don't know what what that game is about, but it's now on Fufu's short list to play. Why is it on my short it's, list? It's only I mean, you know. It must, it must be similar to the hot coffee mod. Fan service. Fan service. Cyberpunk 2077 breathtaking took home best achievement name of the year. I thought we just did that. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. No, this is the la- this is best achievement, best achievement name, name of the year. Okay. Most original achievement also got, got it for the, most original. The same achievement? What do you got to do? It, it got the same. Uh, the other one was uh, most original achievement of the year. 
Breathtaking says collect all the items that once belonged to Johnny Silverhand. That doesn't sound like an original achievement. <laughs> well, I guess it's it is because original, of the reference. It's dumb. It's the name to it. Well, that's just well, dumb. Speak, speaking of Reeves unoriginal games, that's why. Speaking of unoriginal games, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order won the yeah. TA playlist game of the year. <laughs> It's a very good game. People should play the it. First, it's the first Star Wars game. It's a very good game. 2019. It's a great little indie that I don't think enough people have played. Uh, check it out. It just got a Series X update, so that might encourage me to finally try that one. Because it'll be pretty. I miss you, P-Tart. Best TA community event of the year. 12 Days of Christmas. Amen to that. Has any other event ever won it? Um, that, ju- pl- that just seems like a uh, ultimate head like to head. Yeah, there one. was that one time I hosted oh, okay, a yeah. session of uh, Uno on the 360 with my vision cam, and uh, hmm, softcore porn is most anticipated game of 2021. Of course, goes to Halo Infinite. Now, even though this game had some bad press, I guess Halo fans are still excited for it. Well, yeah. they, they still think it's coming out. If it doesn't come Suckers. out this year, I don't even. I don't even. Yeah, it, it, I don't it's even coming out this year. If Mass Effect Legendary comes out before Halo, that won't be a surprise. That's crazy. Well, what if you what if you play Halo on Legendary difficulty whilst playing Mass Effect Legendary Edition? So I'm curious about this. Completely ignoring L's stupid <laughs> question that you just posed. What are your guys' most anticipated games of 2021? I can't tell you that right now. Sorry. <laughs> we have a, a fantasy I learned yes. what one of them was game for, draft uh, going on. Come on, Corey. Do tell. Uh, Cyber Shadow is, is, a, is a good one. <laughs> not fair. Not fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For, okay. I forgot about that. Never mind. We're drafting right now. We started yeah. today. Can't let the secrets out. Ask me Never next, Ask me in, next week. All right. Uh, I... Yes, I will try to ask you that next week. That'll work out well. I'll excite everyone and read off all the uh, top first-round draft picks to everyone. I know you can't wait. I'll give you a I'm spoiler. I'm sure they're just AAA knockouts that I wouldn't pick anyways. Go ahead. Some PlayStation games are on there. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, if Ratchet and Clank hadn't been taken, I probably would have gone with that. Just They've got a corner. That's because we know who Nurse Ratchet is, and they don't. I like Nurse Joy. <laughs> what? Nah. Uh, more fan service. I know who Nurse Joy is. She's in every town. I used to watch the original cartoon. You're old. I know. Moving right along. Do we have any, do we have any more oh, ways to do? Is that all the categories? That yeah. is all the categories. What? Oh, uh, podcast of the year. Achievement Hunting 101, baby. It says so right there oh, in the well, article. Obviously. Runner up. Office ladies. Doubt. That's No. <laughs> Come on, it's a State Farm real deal. We give you the real deal with car insurance. Go ahead. Yeah, Office Ladies got it while they put out two BS episodes in the past two weeks. Yeah, that, they deserve it. Uh, okay, well, let's continue on from all the news stories. Let's get into wheeling and dealing. Uh, L, your sheet is blank. I'm gonna, do you actually I got recommend something. Anything? Yeah, I do, definitely, definitely. I figured since you never write anything down. It's because I have he's to. Currently I have looking to something study up right the list. Now. <laughs> so um, while he's looking stuff no, wait, up, I was gonna. I, the one game that looks interesting to me was Holy a game called Lake Ridden, 
It's a one to two hour puzzle game. It looks pretty. So. I've read that game off. This game is $5 down from 13 uh, A game that I have played that I guess is long compared to the games we usually play is uh, 1979 Revolution Black Friday. I remember liking that game. It says four to five hours. I don't think it is. I feel like you're the only one that liked that game. I do. It's got a couple. It's, it's an interesting story. And I learned and it's based on real life. Definitely. Well, those are my picks. Pick. Nate. I almost picked nothing this week. And I know. Which is not. I know that's a shocker. Like, right. Um, the first time that you, phrase has ever been mentioned probably, since you've been on the show. Probably. Yeah. Um, so I had to pick something, I, I thought. Um, and there were other games that I've recommended before, but um, ones that I haven't recommended would be maybe Doug Hates His Job. I haven't played this myself, but I do like beat em ups. Uh, I don't know how much of a beat em up this is because it only takes zero to one hours to beat. Uh, it's $3.49 down from $7. It looks interesting. It looks kind of quirky. Um, so, you know, if you need a crazy, quaint game, a throwback, zero to one hour that only has 1,000 gamer score, maybe you want to check this one out. All right. Well, I have a game, and it's called X-Morph Defense. It's a strategy shoot 'em up usually 20 bucks down to five dollars and this looks pretty cool have you seen this nate i think this might be up your alley too yeah i looked at it when i recommended this a while back okay okay then <laughs> Got him. i don't remember you doing Busted. that all right yeah and um i think <laughs> something, something to point out is that while it does say partially discontinued that's only if you play it on the pc if you play it on the console you should be able to get all the uh achievements Yes, and there's a couple of like title updates and some DLC uh, that that go along with it. I believe it's the title updates that are broken on the PC. Yeah, but yeah, I, I definitely, definitely, I'm definitely interested in this one because of my goals for the year. So, <laughs> I was wondering if you saw that third. Oh one. yeah, oh yeah, I saw it. <laughs> Tower defense, baby. Yeah, this is um. This kind of reminds me of like a tower defense. Um, oh, I just had the name. What's that game? That shoot 'em up game. Uh, uh, beat bullet. The nineteen forty two bullet beat. The one, the game that you really liked, Nate, a while ago. Oh yes, yes, that one. Aegis Wing. As a sequel, yes. I know what you're talking about. This makes great. Nineteen forty three podcast. No, it's not that, but it's Jeez. similar to that. <laughs> Um, Sky, Sky, Sky Force, Sky Force. That sounds right. Sky Force. Yeah, yeah. Sky Force. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, kind of looks like a tower defense Sky Force. Very similar graphics and the way you shoot and all. At least that's the first thing that jumped out in my. And then add the ta- the strategy and tower defense. I'm in. That's three three uh, genres that I like a lot. So this one I probably will be buying. Einhander. Yeah, it's te- it's definitely Einhander. <laughs> You've heard of that? Oh, that now that should get a remaster. Oh wow! Um, Good man. Wow, what? I'm surprised you heard of that. I've definitely talked about that with you and Michelle because Michelle also really likes the game. Oh yeah, and I know I've talked about that on the show. <laughs> 
I have that game. Nice. It's great. And a little bit of Game Pass news. We have one game that is coming soon to the console and, and to the PC, and I am very much excited for this game. And that is Project Winter is coming the 26th of this month. And why are you so excited? Because it's basically just Among Us. Or at least that's what the description sounds like. You got to survive through the winter, but there's some people who are out to kill you while you're trying to do whatever it is in the cabin to survive. So, Yeah. yeah, go ahead. No, continue. So it features the same principles as Among Us, but you will have to you have to do certain. Well, it basically is Among Us, uh, but you have to <laughs> it's survive. Among us. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what I was going at. You can cut that. I, I can't find my my little blurb. Uh, it's coming January twenty sixth, though. Um, I don't know if that's a like a preview thing or if that's full release. Uh, Says Game Pass. That I'm not sure. Because I, I did see some of this played on the PC, but I didn't see much of it. I think Among Us is going to start a new genre, kind of like how PUBG did back in the day. And I think Among Us really needs to get to the console or it's going to get left behind. You know, everyone, PUBG all of us started the Battle Royale phenomenon. And then Fortnite came out and whether you like it or not, basically perfected it. And now it's all the rage and people don't much care about PUBG. I feel like Among Us is going to be the same thing. We're going to have one game after another comes out that's basically the same exact thing. And Among Us is going to get left in the dust if it doesn't fix some of its server issues, come out to everywhere, and just keep adding content or updating or something. Yeah, and so that comes out in two weeks' time. Um so I'm going to go ahead and steal Vulgar's community night and say the 29th will be Project <laughs> Winter. And uh, yeah, so if you want to play that, <clears throat> be ready. Yep. I'm very yeah, much it looks like in that. the uh, description for Project Winter, um, <laughs> they come up with a description. Is this what the genre is known as now? A social deception game? Oh, I like that. A multiplayer like social the first time deception heard it. game. That's yeah, that's the first time I've heard that also, and I like that. I feel like that's a term ver- from board games. I, I feel like that yeah. does that has existed before, but yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, because I think Werewolf is a popular one. It's yeah. a board game, right? Yeah. Isn't like Secret Hitler one as well? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so secret. Um, Hitler, there's what? one in there's one what kind in of board um, games you play in. Jackbox Party Pack Six called Push the Button. That is like that so, too. So does that does the Jackbox game have that? Genre, I guess so. Yeah, so there's a game no, just like just Among Us. Party. That doesn't. No, yeah, there's a game that doesn't sound like an official TA genre. No, yeah, that's not that's, a TA that's genre. Not, it's in that's the what description. I'm trying to figure out. Do you think there's yeah. a community uh, game in Rec Room that is Among Us? I don't even want to know uh, if there is. I don't care if there is. <laughs> Maybe we should try that next month. We, we should. Uh, I can't. It won't install to my Xbox. Weird. I just. It won't let me. Huh. It, it. I got the 700 gamer score, and then it just doesn't let me do anything. With you it were supposed anymore. to remind us to log in every day. Nate. Bizarre. So uh, the cool thing about Project Winter is that it also features crossplay and uh, proximity chat. And if you if you watch Among Us on Twitch, yes, uh, the, the top 
streamers, they stream um, Proximity Chat, which is a mod on Among Us, and it makes the game so much better. You don't have to stay quiet during the rounds. You just talk, and whoever's around you, you can talk to, and you know you could hear. But th- this is a game you will not want Party Chat for. You will want to use that Proximity Voice Chat. Yep. Yeah, this is going to completely change everything. I feel like Dino that, that crossplay needs awesome. to be in that. There is also in that, that community game. Oh, oh my God! It, yes, Dino Bull is. He's already. He's already. I've already penciled him in. He can't change it. <laughs> <laughs> penciled him in with ink. Oh man, that would be good. Oh, I just realized, uh, Fufu, we missed a uh, an important news article. Uh, what news article was that? DC Universe Online. Oh, that's right. We did miss it. The people, the people need to know. This is time sensitive. All right, go for it. All right, so it is that time of the year. Uh, We did not know if it was going to happen, and it happened. We got the email. But January 11th, so that's already happened through the 31st. You have the rest of the month to do this, but uh, it is DC Universe Online's 10th anniversary. And just like every anniversary, they have given us a free character advance. Now, what does this do for us? Well, all of the achievements, just about all of the achievements in the game, uh, at least the hard ones, the time-consuming ones, are for getting level 30 with different uh, modes assigned to your character or different mentors. And if you've been following all of these free upgrades throughout the years, you probably are like me and have just one achievement left. Uh, And this is a a free-to-play game, uh, so the score is very much inflated. (laughs) You might be confused if you see zero to one hour. That is because you can buy this completion uh, hidden less than one hour if the money is right. Like 80 bucks. <laughs> but if you are a free-to-player, like the majority, this is going to be a very long game. And so these character advancements save a lot of time. Uh, you don't even have to play the game, basically. So all that stuff we're talking about Zitalon doing, well, we are embracing in this free-to-play online game that we boot up once, maybe twice a year, if they are that nice to us. Um, so you have the rest of the month to get this gift. It is a gift. You have to claim it. Uh, and from what Kusha has been showing me, you can sit on these advancements, but I don't know why you would. <laughs> this this kind of game can go under at any time. Rip Marvel Heroes Omega. And uh, but yeah, so the the way the way that you do it, at least, at least the way that I do it, it's a guaranteed way. There could be a quicker way, but uh, I, I start up a new character and. You need to look at the achievement list because you will. You have to set it up in a certain way. If it, you want to be mentored by a certain person, check your achievements to figure out which one you want to pick. And then if you still have Definitely movement Wonder modes, Woman. you want to pick one that satisfies that achievement. And there could be a role that you have to get. There's a lot fewer movement and roles uh, related achievements. Most of them are mentors. Um, so just see what you have and make sure you pick the right setup when you set up your character and then once you're in the game, you can accept this gift. Now, I'm a little skeptical on if I could use that gift immediately. So I actually play through the tutorial. So that's like, you know, five to ten minutes worth of fighting until you get to the main hub. And once you have that, you you go to the menu and you say switch character. You go back to the main menu of the game. On that screen is where you can pick if you want to use your skip or not. Use the skip on the character that you have created that has your new attributes that relate to achievements game loads and achievement pops so if you've been following along or if you're brand new you have until the end of january to claim that 
Um, and like I said, with Koosh, you can claim it and not use it if you're, you know, if you're a little skeptical on starting it, put it on your tag. Um, then there you go. Yeah, go ahead and start it. And worst case scenario, you got to spend some money and get the completion if you care about that kind of thing. Let's, let's be clear here. You have to spend a lot of money. Or <laughs> a lot of time. I think it was like 80 yeah, or a lot or of time. But it is free to play. So you could grind it out and spend like 20 hours or whatever. I think they said it was 10 to 15 to get a, a character up to uh, a character. 30. Yeah. I, I, character. Yeah. I think there's at least six. Yeah. You got, uh, I, maybe six level 30s in I, there. I think you have to do it that many times. And you can only have two characters at a time. There's nine. There's on, nine. On the, free, on the free version. Free version, you can only have two character slots. So, oh, is that what the plebs get? I have uh, five or six. Oh, well, <laughs> you must have gotten in before me or paid some money or something. I I did pay five you bucks. You can put a couple dollars <laughs> in. When the game first came out, I was super excited for it. And you cannot get into the game because as the MMOs do, there's a waiting queue. And But yep. if you paid and you're a paying member, even at $5, you skip most of that queue. So I did, yep, uh, I paid that. I did my time. Or my wallet I think did. I put $3 into the game to get that. And the other thing is, if you actually do want to play this, the game is pretty good. It is a pretty good game. It's hard. Again, it's no Marvel yeah. Heroes Omega, but... It's dense. It is dense, but... Yeah. yeah. DC's better than Marvel, but continuing hey, on... you can't just do that? That... Oh, I am just going to do that because H-D-Y-S. that is... H-D-Y-S. Oh, man. DC is better than Marvel. Uh, let's continue on. Let's get into contests. Corey, go ahead and give us the G-Task update of the week. G-Task, period 15 is what we are currently in. And you know who's not in period 15? Vulgar Latin, Crew, and Fista Roboto. They have all been eliminated from the individual side. Along with community-driven team, we joined G-Task and all we got was this stupid name. Well, that definitely a stupid name. would be the team of NBA Kirkland, Ahizo, What the Fug, and Wakapel, all gone from GTask. Uh, the current week, again, period 15, the solo bonus is for doubling your achievements earned last period, and the team bonus is for ending the scoring period having unlocked at least 20 achievements flagged difficulty specific. And everybody on the team has to, to do that. All right. Uh, Nate, we're ready. Gamertag Challenge. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's January, and the Gamertag Challenge Jeez. is Death Dealers. Her wildcard game is uh, any achievement or previous completion in Battlefield 1. And yes, you can private messenger her and ask her to help you play the game. The bonus is double Ds. Achievements containing a <laughs> word with doubled consonants. Example, uh, battle or buddy is worth one draw and any word with double d's is obviously worth two points a lot of its achievements that had a lot of gamer score tied to them you know large achievements double right. dinger is double <laughs> well that takes us to the final part or final section of air show yeah show <laughs> <laughs> words wow words hard it's late late clock far yeah TA profile, AH101, hashtag 4639. Friend request if you would like your milestones read off on the show, like these people right here. Take it away, Corey. Completions. We have Saucy Slingo is at a mildly 250 completed games. <laughs> Rocker Dude, I know that dude. He is at 300 completed games. 
And Koosh moves oh. into the three-hundred completed games. What are you trying to do, man? Who am I trying to do? Who am I twin? Let's see. Twinsies. Let's see who had the most impressive three-hundred completion. Mine oh. was Mushroom Savior. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, without hearing Nate's, I, I'll probably go I with it. I think him. I win with a way out. Oot. Yeah. Yeah. Nate wins. Yeah, but you got killed. Oh wow. That. And uh, Anigo <laughs> Montoya, a eighty. What? Did you? You actually played through it, though, right? You didn't just go through load up checkpoints, right? No, no, I didn't load up checkpoints. Mattism and I are playing this. We're playing this for our January okay. uh, CCC, and we finished all yeah. the achievements uh, a little while ago. We still have to finish the game. There's a chapter, or actually, I guess two chapters left. We are going to finish it, and we're going to get to uh, credits. Yeah. Oh wait, you can complete the game and not complete the game you can complete the game you can complete the game complete without all playing? the achievements before you complete the game just like most of theirs you can you know see the credits and not have earned a single achievement so Ooh, and some of the achievements Black. are super fun they're don't they're do it Corey. Super fun to do this game actually has a good story it <laughs> did you have a walkthrough open i did not but he did <laughs> but mattism did mattism too yep. all right <laughs> back to completions uh the last one anigo montoya 80 has reached 1,155 completed games. I'm pretty sure that's like 15 or more this past week um, that he's got. So keep rocking on, Mr. Leapfrog. Amazing. Completion percentage of oh, Hydo is at 40%. How do you say this name? Fuoth? Fuoth is at 51%. And Eliphalet, 62%. <laughs> In ratio, we finally have someone playing difficult games. ZZ Urban Spaceman has reached a new milestone with a TA Thanks, ratio man. of 1.6. And in streaks, Sir Polygon is currently on a 50-day streak in Elroy OMJ. Love that gentleman. Who everyone likes is at a 1,250-day achievement win streak. In achievements one, it's alive has won 5,000 achievements. Doughboy, 7,000. XLAX Jester with 8,000. Chesno, 9,000. Milky Bars are on me, 11,000. <laughs> Saucy Slingo, 14,000. JZarp, 15,000. Enigma Gamer, 20,000. Along with Raw Sauce Boss, who also has 20,000. Yeah. Chewy on Ice, 21,000. RPG Davy, 23,000. And the muddiest of all mangoes, 36,000. Thousand achievements have been won. In gamer score, little lady nine fifteen has hit a hundred thousand gamer score. GG on your foof. Sabin Rothschild two hundred fifty thousand gamer score. Saucy Slingo, wow, mentioned him way too much on this show. Three hundred fifty thousand gamer score. Neo twenty one four hundred fifty thousand gamer score. RPG Davy six hundred fifty thousand, along with Facial of War and Chewy on Ice. And Indigo Toyota has hit, uh, he's hit a lot of milestones. Once again, the highest one that I have is 1,070,000 gamer score. That's an odd one. I'm saying that because it's his highest. More likely than not, by the time you hear this, he's at like 1.15 million. Dude is is a machine. Literally, he's a Toyota. Exactly. (laughs) All right, in... TA score. Fuath has 200,000 TA score. LX Justa, uh, who, by the way, has been 
leading the charge in the Euro boosting group with some Halo and some Gears and all kinds of other games like that. Nope, just those two. 400,000 TA score. Crazy Catman, 500,000. Kbo, 73, 800,000, as well as Dan PSFX, 800,000 as well. Chewy on Ice hit the big 1 million TA score, as well as High Road V2. Uh, Facial Lafleur has 1.2 million TA score, and Inigo Montoya has 1.9 million TA score. In the leaderboards, alphabetical. Alex Art Davies is in the top 1,000 of the TA difference leaderboard for turn-based games. Hmm. It just says turn-based. Is that are there other types of turn-based besides RPGs? I don't know. Strategy. Like board games you board games you take turns. Bastion Reader is in the top 20 of the USA TA difference leaderboard for shoot 'em up. Infamous is in the top 200 of the TA leaderboard for Xbox One turn-based and top 20 of Xbox One Tower Defense. Cabo 73 is in the top five of the Connecticut TA leaderboard for platformer. Osbuffanatic is in the top 50 of the Australia Gamer Score leaderboard, and I believe it's your turn to choose a game in the Fantasy Critic if you didn't do so already. Philip Wendell is in the top 5,000 of the Gamer Score leaderboard and in the top 10 of the Georgia Gamer Score leaderboard for Puzzle. Nice. Quick Don't Die! is now in the top 20 of the TA leaderboard for Roguelite and the top 10 of the USA TA leaderboard for Arcade Racing on a Tuesday. Retro Chief 1969 is in the top 1,000 of the Gamerscore leaderboard for Point and Click. Skeptical Mario is in the top 10 TA leaderboard for Vayners. Wow, awesome job. And Kronos is in the top 5,000 of the TA leaderboard for role-playing. Hi there, Chibi on Ice here, dropping in with a quick community spotlight on one Mr. XLAX Jester. Following a successful multiplayer boost session in Halo Reach that Alex R. Davis set up, Jester's really picked up the reins on organizing multiple subsequent sessions in Reach and also Halo 3, helping many, many people in the community earn the multiplayer achievements in both games that will be taken offline come the end of this year. Halo 4 and Halo ODST sessions are due to follow, so keep an eye on the Halo channel if you want to get involved in more boosts. Thanks again, Jester, for all the fine work you're doing. Wanted to give a quick shoot-out to Anigo Montoya, as well as Android uh, Adnetnin, yeah, who has also joined our Discord. Uh, they are... Two of the top five remaining in Leapfrog. We are up to a hundred, day 121 as of recording. Uh, the funny thing is that Anigo and Android have been actually helping each other get achievements. So I wonder if they'll be doing that when they're down to the final two. Hey, that's who good. I suspect now. Who knows who the final two will be? Um, that's we know not. who the, the sixth person is. Well, I guess technically they're the last person. Uh, you're talking about uh, our, everyone's favorite food, pork roast? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, some drama today. They were removed from the contest and accused of account sharing, but weren't given any proof. So more on that some other time, maybe, or not. But congratulations to everyone who has gone so far. The uh, The winner, don't forget, gets a month of TA Pro for every uh, 
every one of these. For every so, day, right? It's yeah, for every day. So basically, basically he's up to 10 years. Life. <laughs> yeah, he is up to, they're up to 10 years. That's correct. That, which is, but the irony is bonkers. that the winner of this uh, is probably not going to want to play games for a good while. <laughs> and they won't actually have any achievements left to get on the site. So, exactly. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have to run out of the easy achievements eventually, right? Right? Like, hi, um, yeah, they're they're not and, just playing easy stuff. They'll they'll play you know a three to four hour game where you can get like 30, 40 achievements is is just as good to them now. I just, I I have no, I don't know how you keep doing this. I really don't. I know I've said this every single week. I don't, I don't know how you are I mean, still in this contest. They, you have to. It's it's whoever has the most time and money and and can deal the most without sleep. There's a lot of factors now. If you lose internet, you're screwed. There's a lot of stuff that can happen. <sighs> crazy. I did hear Aniko was telling me yesterday that uh, someone was eliminated because they um, popped two achievements offline by accident. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah, so you got to be careful, too, if you're playing on 360 game. Amateurs should know better. You should, it's, but... It's a DQ. It's an instant DQ. I mean, after unlocking, like, what, 17,000 achievements in the past two weeks, you would think you would know to check for is that? Is it a DQ, or is it just the fact that they didn't hit I don't their think count? They, no. I don't think they count. No, they just didn't count. They, did, they missed yeah, the count. Just, oh, they, they thought that they the, counted. Their count, yeah. Oh, Yeah, yeah I'm sure they're trying yeah. to unlock as little as achievements as possible. Yeah, trying not to get anything extra. Oh, my gosh. Soul-crushing. Soul-crushing. Well, I think that about does it for us. Before we get out of here, I do the normal wrap-up. I do want to say that this will probably be the last time you hear from me for a while. Um, as Corey started the show off, I will be having uh, my first child soon, my son. You Oliver are glowing, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> he will be born any day now, at most three weeks from now. Um, and with that, trying to dedicate multiple nights a, a week to the podcast is not very feasible as I still have things I needed to do to prepare and hopefully they try to get some sleep before I'm not allowed to sleep anymore. So I'll still be around. I'm not quitting the show. You don't got to worry about that. This isn't me signing off forever. Um, but there will be a rotating cast uh, on who is doing a panel. So, good news for that you'll get to hear different voices and good news for anyone who doesn't like listening to me in which case you know you suck but uh yeah i'll still i'll still be around discord i'm still going to be doing the behind the scenes stuff still editing stuff like that i just can't de uh dedicate two nights at least to the podcast until at least until i get into the swing of things of being a dad to two teenagers and an infant that dirty iron man cup will be his <laughs> you know what I'm just going to leave this right here I will promise not to wash it until we until <laughs> I come not to do what to wash. Exactly. I don't know what he just said <laughs> no more of my bad Dundalk Maryland lingo you won't hear for a while unless I'm streaming or something like that which I'll try to do but yes with that you can find us in all the normal stuff 
Check us out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash AH101. You can send us a Twitter tweet on the Twitter at Achievements101. Join in on the Discord, discord.io slash AH101. And if you can help us out with your monies, we will greatly appreciate appreciate that. Patreon.com slash AchievementHunting101. Uh, I could always use more diapers and more wipes. I'm sure I'm going to need lots of those. So thank you for your donations there. Greatly appreciated. What about but for the baby? <laughs> oh, yeah. The baby, too. Yeah. The baby's okay, cool. the one that needs the diapers. Right. Uh, obviously. Oh. With that, class is mis- dismissed. See you eventually. Bye-bye. Oh, bye-bye. <laughs> Love you, Kenny. <laughs> gentlemen, it is time for a very sequential segment with everybody's favorite educators, X the Hero and Elroy OMJ. Love that guy. They have been out for a couple of months. Everyone's pre-orders have arrived a long time ago, and perhaps all the Chivo hunters who were good last year and didn't use console commands and or who played a higher number of total games than all of their ACA rats and and victory road extillion crap got one of those suckers under the tree a few weeks ago it is the super duper xbox omega deluxe turbo edition console also known as the xbox series x i really hope that's the name of it recently that that, that is a I okay. feel like you're probably going to introduce me, but I'll just butt in now. Hey, it's that me. is <laughs> that um, is it, right? Okay. I've been yeah, I I bought Elroy. <laughs> I mean, he paid me for it, but I got a pre-order and sent him a Series X. He's like, "Cool, are you going to send me this like Game Station Series One?" <laughs> it was it was bad. It was really bad. He didn't yeah. even know what console he wanted. He just okay, yeah, that's new. I just want I got it. it. Give me Disposable new. income. Tennessee teacher salary. Get me a console. Flex. <laughs> All right, wrong. go on, though. You haven't introduced me yet, so I'm not yeah, here. Okay, Sorry okay. to interrupt. Back to the intro. Recently, those in the G-test turny thingy recently had to complete the alphabet challenge. I'm sure you missed that, right? You missed this tournament, right? I know that you. it's two years ago, and you, you miss it so much. Um, <clears throat> no. Yeah. Nope. No, I don't. I, d- I didn't figure you did. So I am sure the handful of danged ex-chivos is somewhat fresh in the minds of the insane people who invest countless hours of their lives in attempts to win a hoodie. Coincidentally, I am joined by an expert, see what I did there, in the field of all things X, the previously mustached but currently <laughs> awesome individual of same na- namesake. With so much X floating around, here at VSS, we are left with two options. Either go hit a rave or deliver to the masses our top four Chivos we want to blab about that start with the X achievements. But first, some pleasantries. X, my northern bear wrestling brother from another mother, how have you been? It's been a while. Now that I've finally been introduced and can <laughs> yeah, talk, <I'm... laughs> oh man, it's uh, it has been quite a year we'll just i'll just what? say that what? what it's only five days in 
Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's 2021. <laughs> but I meant a year since we've recorded last. It has been. It's been a long time. You're right. You're right about that. So, uh, yeah. So the uh, virtual learning, am I right? Yeah. So I love it. I would do it. I think <laughs> yeah. I'm going to quit my job and apply for a virtual position. <laughs> yeah. The uh, but the hybrid. Oh. <laughs> Pretty sure I've had a glass of scotch every night of this school year. Yeah, I, I just wanted everyone to understand your struggle. See, I, I'm actually just all virtual. Everyone down here is, uh, you know, we're all virtual down here. And so you're actually having to do something that's really worse. And I don't even think people understand what the hybrid version is. Uh, explain to them, <laughs> if you don't mind, why it sure. truly sucks for a teacher. So hybrid truly sucks because with every lesson that we do um, – one lesson has to work for the four students in the classroom, the four students who are in the classroom on alternate days but are learning at home, and then the fully virtual students who are never in the classroom. So <laughs> every one of my lessons has to meet the needs and demands of three completely separate groups of students, and I have to record them all, and it is, it's just a pain in the bottom. Hmm. And then half the time, like, the kids who are in school on Thursday didn't watch the video and didn't do the lesson <laughs> that I assigned on Monday. So even though they had three days to do it, I see them on Thursday and they're like, oh, I didn't do it. So I can't do what I actually needed to do on Thursday, which puts me behind because I still have to provide Thursday's lesson as intended for the virtual and at-home kids, even though the in-school kids aren't getting it. So really, every day I'm putting together a... The scheduled lesson and like a review, you're a scrub, do your work lesson. <laughs> it's a mess. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, that's the downside of being a required class. See, um, I, I, I live in elective uh, ville. <laughs> Electiveville. Electiveville. <laughs> yeah, Electiveville is uh, pretty nice uh, being a virtual Electiveville uh, class in the sense that uh, if you elect to fail my class, I'm good with that if you're good with that. So um, I know I'm supposed to call your folks and uh, try to get you to pass. But if I pass you, you're just going to be in my class next year. And uh, we're <laughs> going to do this whole dance again. I'm tired of dancing. I only dance with my wife. I, I, I told you we're doing dance lessons now and all that stuff. I, so, I, know, I know. Yeah, yeah. I believe so, I mocked you the last time we recorded like in jest. And you're like, well, actually, we <laughs> We actually do that. Yeah, we da we dance. I'm like, here. oh well, who knew that y'all actually do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, uh, there's a polka lesson tomorrow night, and uh, we were thinking about uh, actually going to learn how to do polka. That looks like a lot of fun. I mean, it's a lot of jumping and kicking and stuff. But uh, yeah, make sure not? you wear a wear a sports cup. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. <laughs> so. Anyhow, so these are, I guess we should talk some achievements. This is an achievement show, but I, you know, I just hadn't talked to you in so long, and I, I figured everyone was wondering what you've been up to. So, I mean, uh, literally no one has asked what I've been up to, so I suspect <laughs> that is not the case, but how nice of you. <laughs> That's not true. They were talking the other day about you in the podcast discussion. I can't remember who it was, but they're like, man, we should get the... X and uh, some other people that we haven't heard from in a while do like a panel together or something. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I forget oh. who it was. Well, it anonymous might... podcast discussion discusser. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. I think it might have been Alex X. And that leads us to our <laughs> uh, top four Chivos that we want to blab about starting with X. All right. So. Would would you like to start or, sh or shall yeah, I? Yeah, I, I assumed I would. This is sort of your pet project, so I figured you wanted number <laughs> one. 
<laughs> well, I, I, sure. Thank you. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So I think um, in the spirit of 2021, we we no longer do honorable mentions. I think we just oh. do top four. Hey, I am good with that if you are. A little change is sometimes a good thing. Yep. Number yeah. four. Number four. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> all right. Well, I'll be honest with you. When it comes to X achievements, I'm sure, I feel like you probably ran into the same problem I did. Uh, there's just not a lot to choose from. <laughs> and so I, 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 I might mention that in the next part. Yeah. Okay. I tried doing just X achievements that I've earned. Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, it's not very good. So like, what about other X achievements? And that wasn't very good either. So I, <laughs> I did stick with ones that I've earned. Um, but things were, I don't know, very limited. But so I chose this one just because it looks really cool. It's, it's, I'm trying to beat around the bush, but I'm just being honest. I don't really have that great of a story or attachment to this one, <laughs> but it just looks really cool. Okay. So um, I'm not sure if it's going to translate to sounding cool. But I, I hope it does. So the achievement is from Battle High 2 A+, which is Ooh. not a very good fighting game. In fact, it's a very bad fighting game. Uh, and the achievement is for performing a 40-hit combo. And the achievement is called X equals 4 slash 4 plus 4 times 5 plus 8 minus 4 plus 4 raised to the second minus 1. Oh my gosh, I gotta look this up. What is the name of the game? Battle? Battle High 2 A+. Battle. Just type in Battle High. We didn't get Battle High okay. 1, and we didn't get <laughs> Battle A High plus. 2 A minus. So, yeah, uh, X equals 4 divided by 4 plus 4 times 5 plus 8 minus 4 plus 4 raised to the second minus 1. And, oh, that is awesome. Right? I see it's, it. Yeah, it's for performing a 40-hit combo, and it is disappointingly uh, worth 50 gamer score. <coughs> Excuse me. Um it's a missed opportunity. They should have made it worth 40. 40. <laughs> You're right. Uh, but it, it does have a... No, it doesn't. It doesn't have a 40 ratio. It has a pretty low ratio, all things considered. But I did try doing the math on... I won't say it again. Yes, I will. 4 divided by 4 plus 4 times 5 uh, plus 8 minus 4 plus 4 raised to the second minus 1. And it does indeed equal 40, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, do you remember PEMDAS? Or please excuse my dear Aunt Sally... Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, that's the order of operations. Yes, for it is. Thank you. I actually precedence. forgot what it was called. Yeah, order yeah. of operations. Yeah. Um, so it brought me back definitely to like sixth grade, <laughs> having to PEMDAS. Please excuse my dear aunt Sally. Good stuff. But it it does <laughs> indeed equal forty. So at least the devs didn't mess that up. But that's that's cool. Um, but yeah, like I said, I don't have a cool story for this achievement. <laughs> Just it started with an X, and the achievement itself was cool. So that got me thinking. Um, well, what about 40? What about some cool things that are 40? And I feel like this is probably like our 40th VSS or something. And if mm -hmm. it's not, we're going to make it our 40th <laughs> VSS. So it got me into thinking, what are some cool things that are 40? Did you know the Rubik's Cube just turned 40? Oh, I know something that turned 40. Yeah? Pac-Man. Uh, I saw that one, actually. That was yeah. That was early in 1980, so he's closer to 41, so I didn't yeah. include it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I did not know that about the Rubik's Cube. That's, yeah. that's fascinating. Rubik's Cube just turned 40. Post-it notes just turned 40. Oh. CNN just turned 40. I know you don't know what this one is, but everyone else in the world does. But the McChicken Sandwich just turned 40. <laughs> uh, Walkmans, or is it Walkman? 
I don't know because I'm not that old. Just turned huh? forty. Oh man, I had a, I had several of those. I had a discman. Would the plural be discmen oh, okay. or discmans? I really don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah, I I had I, I upgraded to the discman and uh, and I actually had a, um, a mini disc player very briefly. Ooh. Yeah, I was uh I was uptown man, uptown Charlie <laughs> Brown. So you know they they still sell discmans actually. Like if you walk through like the ghetto electronic section at Walmart <laughs> or whatever. Where would you possibly even find a CD? Like to they play still on? have, yeah, they still have like super old school headphones because like not everyone wants earbuds, and they still have Discman. It's good stuff. Um, yeah. I'm almost done with this list. Don't worry. Oh, go, um, ahead, go ahead. Whole Foods Market also just turned forty. I thought that was like some brand new hippie, yuppie, new age, trendy vegan mm-hmm. stuff, but Whole Foods is forty. And uh, I don't know, probably some other stuff. When I said I was almost done with the list, I actually only had that one. <laughs> So, well, yeah, those are things that turned 40. But then I was like, but this seems like too short. And people, uh, apparently one people anyway, like misses my voice. So I started thinking of some <laughs> jokes that I could use. <laughs> are these X jokes? So, no, they're 40 jokes. Like I said, oh, okay. I don't I don't really care about <laughs> about the X. I'm talking about 40. I know that sounds... defeats the purpose of the oh, segment. Man, I was going to say, it sounds like our podcast. Hey-o! <laughs> hey So, uh, okay, you ready for this one? I feel like you'll appreciate this uh, as an old. So did you know All right. that if I had $1 for every time somebody older than 40 told me I'm too old to be renting and that I should own a house and have a kid, oh, I could should. actually afford to have a house and a kid. <laughs> don't have kids, though. I'm not going to have kids. Okay, I don't blame you. Um, also, I heard that 60 is the new 40, but the police officer disagreed with me. <laughs> that was pretty good. I like and that one. Uh, or this oh, one time, I asked my what? I was a badumtist, yeah. Oh, <laughs> or like this one time, I asked my sheepdog. I was like, uh-huh. "Hey, sheepdog, how many sheep do we have?" And he told me we had forty. And I'm like, "Well, that doesn't make sense. We only have thirty-eight. And he's like, "Yeah, but I rounded them up." <laughs> no, and, that's uh, pretty good. That is my, a good one. My personal favorite. <laughs> I like math um, jokes. <laughs> right? They're just stupid one-liners. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, this is what we do when I don't have meaningful content <laughs> for my ex-achievement. I just ramble about 40. So um, my personal favorite, 39 and 40 were having a bet to see which was bigger. Uh-huh. 41. <laughs> that's got like a, a fresh take on the 789 Right? I like that one. Yeah. I, I, I looked that one up. I, I was like, ah, I only have three. I need to do one more. Um yeah, anyway, I don't know. This was supposed to be about yeah. next achievement, but I couldn't think of anything. So just call me Phil Collins, I guess. <laughs> man, you're just on, on top of fire. You've been having months of content here, man. <laughs> so, if you say uh, so. <laughs> well, um, well, is there anything else you would like to add about Battle High 2A+. Plus? Uh, it looks like it's worth a lot of TA for it's like five. 5,000 TAD, uh, is yeah, it, it is a tough game, or what's going on with this? So the combat is just really, really badly implemented. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get, like, fighting game nerd for a little bit. I'm pretty sure it runs at 30 FPS, which is fine, because it's pixelated, but it's just not smooth. Like, it feels like it plays at, like, 12 FPS, so you just, I you input combos and they just don't happen. Um most of the achievements are for like the character trials and doing all the big combos. So that's why they're so high ratio cuz those are those are tricky to begin with and when the game is not responsive it makes them extra tricky to begin with. So I feel like I'm 
I'm no slouch at fighting games. I'm pretty good at those character combos and trials, but these mm-hmm. one, just the game, it's just so laggy and non-responsive that I, I'm impressed really anybody has any of them done. Some of them would be hard with good input, and yeah, it's... Well, well for a game that seems like a just a junk game... Uh... Um, what you can get it for the low, low price of four ninety nine. I was gonna say, is it? Yeah, it's five bucks. I think it yeah. was ten or maybe even fifteen when it came out. Oh, okay. And that's I real saw savings. it did drop to five when I was researching <laughs> for this. That's real savings there. But for a game that's like a little junk game, they came out with two title updates for it. It looks like that's where you got all your achievements were in the title updates. It yeah, look I, like think I, I think I think I only game. have a, a couple. Yeah, it looks like. A, Jiro was uh, your closest one. Um, I don't know Jiro, but uh, it looks like you got six out of ten on that one. But uh, just looking at your little scorecard on it, so uh... yeah. Do I not have any from the main game? <laughs> not a one, man. Okay, that's what I'm talking about, though. Like it's, you can <laughs> it's, see that it's mostly. I thought I had at least one or two, but it's mostly the character trials, and they are. Yeah, they are. Oh, I can't even say they're tough. I feel like they're pretty easy because the combos themselves is just quarter, um, you know, quarter circle, half back, whatever. Yeah. But it's just the unresponsiveness makes it damn near impossible. Okay, it looks like you've you used two characters before you gave up on the main gear, the main game. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds you, about right. It was did, not a good game. You like played with Jiro and you got six out of ten. You're like, well, oh, there's no way now I'm getting into the seventh one. Then, Let me try my. And you got two out of ten. You're like, oh, it's <laughs> f this man, man. Yeah, that's <laughs> about right. <laughs> and you went on to the title update when it came out. So uh, there you go. Well, a special shout out, I guess, if in sense because. Uh, Sprinky Dink has uh, on my friends list. Uh, he's uh got forty nine hundred of it. You only got eight hundred and twenty six. So I am I'm impressed. Yeah. So I guess he uh, if you have any battle high two A plus questions, maybe uh direct them to Sprinky Dink, not X. Yes. There you go. Uh, so I tried to be helpful there for a second. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that was very informative. Um. Uh, uh, <laughs> about X achievements. I really appreciate the the very in-depth look at the X achievements uh, that you uh, provided us there. Wait, what? I thought this was our 40th <laughs> special. <laughs> oh, well, if so, <laughs> I might I might miss the mark. <laughs> Number We three. can just pretend Roman numerals X stands oh, for 40. But, well, there there's there there's there's a reason I said that cuz number 3 X marks the spot. Let's see, okay. see that was a cop out. I was like, I could do that one, but it's no. too too obvious. But why I used it was, <laughs> in case you're curious, X marks the spot has multiple games that uses it. But before we get to that, let's just kind of take a little side detour, if we shall. So, in in uh, letter specific achievements, I thought well. X obviously is one that does not have many that start with it. And I was trying to think of some other ones. So I thought of Q, right? Uh, the letter Q doesn't have a lot. But I went and looked at Q, and there's like, there's literally over 600, well over 600 achievements for Q. Quick. And yeah, that, well, I was going to say there's, uh, there's a few that key words there but you took the you stole my thunder i was gonna ask you which uh word <laughs> words you thought no that's good well here we go let's just redo it which <laughs> word do you suppose provides the bulk of those x i mean 
There's over 600 of them. Let me just think real quick. <laughs> Is yes. it quick? Yes, 250 of them come from quick. So, But they're a bunch of different quicks. It's like quick this, quick that. Uh, you know, it's like uh, quicker oats. I mean, it's just all over the place. Sorry. So, um, but there's 250 of them. But other ones were quest, queen. And then quiz had a lot too, but Queen anyway. was my my next guess. Which yeah, you, you yeah, didn't Queen. ask me, man. Oh, I'm sorry. We'll get you on the next one. How about this? And so <laughs> then I went and looked up Z. All right, for Z, uh, there was over 500. So not as much as Q, but I thought Z would have more than Q. But what do I know? And so Z had about 500. So would you like to take a stab at some of the top uh, word getters on the the letter Z? For Z, I'm gonna guess zoo. No, nah, not many. Um, geez, what are some words that start with Z? Oh, Zebra a... probably doesn't have any. Is there <laughs> like one really obvious word? There that is I'm one that's very over? obvious that uh, would uh, see your clue would be that uh, I don't know if you know much about Freemhole's interest, but he would probably get it right. Oh, zombie! <laughs> How did go. I not think that one? Yeah, <laughs> right. So zombie accounted for 150 of the 500 achievements that start with Z. So <laughs> um, pretty impressive, but uh, it was like zombie this, zombie, you know, destroy, you know, zombie destruction, zombie killer, zombie, you know, just all kinds of zombie achievements. Um, uh, are you done guessing? I can tell you the other two I saw. Yeah, you're, have, you're probably not going to get them. Yeah, there, one was Zen, Z-E-N. What about uh, Zap? Zap, not nah, it had a oh. couple, but Zen and Zero had uh, a lot more. Oh for yeah, some that reason. was really obvious too. Yeah, Zero and, uh, but yeah, Zombie definitely the top mark. So why do I bring this up? Well, five hundred achievements for Z, six hundred for Q, and I don't know of any other letters that were kind of on that lower quadrant there. But I did look up X, of course. And would you like to take a stab at how many achievements start with? The letter X. 154. Oh, that's a really good guess. Damn. Yeah. It's uh, 180. 180. Right, close enough. So that is... Uh, did you look that up? That was pretty good, man. No, right. I just figured round 150, and I, I would be difficult and out of four. Okay. Well, you are spot Cause, on, so... Because 40. I should have guessed 140, really. Yeah, but... it's a 40th uh, uh, Yeah, special. 40th VSS. <laughs> so... Did we ever actually mention that we're doing X achievements in honor of xbox series x yeah that was in the intro remember when you, you made fun of me because I, I couldn't remember what the name of the console right, but was but i feel like you just said that and then i made fun of you and just in huh? case that's that's <laughs> why okay okay, okay. There you go. <laughs> all right an important uh, clarification thank you all right so 180 achievements start with the letter x now i bring this up because x marks the spot 27 <laughs> You're very close again. Damn. It is 20. Wow. 20 achievements come from X marks the spot. That's that half is of that... 40. Yeah. <laughs> that is absolutely correct. And so literally one out of every nine X achievements are X marks the spot. I found that remarkable, and I would dare to say that that's probably the highest percent of any particular letter <laughs> that has like all the same title for their. I don't even know how to, what I'm trying to say there, but it's probably really high. All right, now for X marks the spot. 
I thought, well, that's interesting. I wonder how many of them I have. Well, I had four of them. Four. Okay. X. Would you like to take a stab at how many of these that you have? Seven. Would you believe me? Of the 20, you have 12 of them. Wow. I know. And I thought, that is an aberration. Uh, what is going <laughs> on with that? And I thought, well, let me see if that's like more than just about anybody. Just for a comparison's sake, I thought, well, a good comparison would be, how about Redemption Denied? He has a lot of achievements. So I went and looked his up, and he has 13. Ooh. So you have 12. He has the, you know, Mr. Achievement himself has 13. <laughs> so I, I don't know what's going on with that, that you are like the X marks the spot champion. But in case you're curious, uh, you have one in, um, let's see. Uh, oh, man, it's not going to give me the name of the games here. But there's a couple of bowling games, a couple of Sudoku's. Uh, you have the Lego one. Uh, there's one in Minecraft uh, story mode that you have three of those. Uh, there's one in Broken Sword. It's a little cheap, you know, point and click game. I, I like that one. Yeah, and uh, you had uh, there's one in Street Out or Street Fighter Alpha Three that you got. Marooners has one that I'm mention, and uh, that's uh, yeah the Sudoku. You have three of them in case you're curious. So. Huh. And in case you're curious what Redemption has that you do not have, he has the same 12 that you have, but he also has uh, X marks the spot in Home Run Stars. I don't have no idea what game that is, but Home Run Stars <laughs> is... It sounds the, like a real winner. <laughs> it does. It apparently is an Xbox 360 Baseball Connect required game um, that is got one discontinued achievement and is worth a whopping uh, 101 161 uh, TAD. It's uh, rocking that 1.16 ratio. So anyway, so in case you wanted to add on your sure. 13th X marks the spot, that would be a good approach for you. All right. So You know what? I uh now I'm now I'm looking while you talk. I know that's frowned upon. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> there is one actually that is kind of on my short list. Oh, and I it, in the game I won't uh, won't spoil it, but well now you now you got me curious. What is the it's it's Agents of Mayhem. It's not a oh. secret. Oh, okay. Because oh, yeah. it starts with A, so I'm I'm clearing out my backlog like alphabetically. Oh, okay. That's cool. Agents of Mayhem. There you go. Yeah, that's one. Um, but anyway, the earliest known use of term of the term X marks the spot actually occurred in 1813. In case you're curious. And, I was. Uh, yeah. And uh, because I was like, well, who came up with this X marks the spot? So, but the idea of putting an X on top of something that you're, you know, seeking, uh, it kind of comes from the concept of treasure maps. But most scholars do not believe, and I, they're probably right, that pirates didn't actually, you know, use treasure maps with X's on them. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's basically a, a literary invention, is what they're calling it. <laughs> and uh, so there you go. But anyway. Um, so for me, I chose it because of the Sudoku one, because I recently got that one for the dirty G-test thing. So, yeah. And so in that one, you get it for leaving the last squares in the middle of the puzzle empty, except for the five that are in the shape of an X, of course. <laughs> and so uh, is it, wait, is it AX or an X? 
Wait, English what? teacher? Is it so? Am I supposed to say it was in the shape of an X or a X? Oh, I thought. Okay, you totally threw me off the way you worded it. Uh, the shape of an X because the sound starts with a vowel sound. Okay, okay. I, just, I, I figured that's what it was, but I just <laughs> didn't know what the rule was, Mr. English Teachers. Thank you. Uh, I am one of your virtual students today. Sure All thing. Right. <laughs> All right, Mr. Computer Teacher, what is the uh, the alt code for an ash? For an ash? Yeah, oh, it's alt-146. You missed out. I don't even know what an ash is. <laughs> it's the, the AE letter thing where they're combined. It's called an ash. Oh, okay. I thought I was... Uh, Pretty good with the uh, the 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 ampersand and the you know uh, the tilde. I like the tilde. That's a ooh. Good name for what it. about a thorn? What's the alt code for thorn? Thorn. Yeah. Uh, it's a letter that used to exist in the English language, and we don't use it anymore. But Icelandic and Vietnamese do. Oh really? Do yeah. they use it on? Do they use it on Thornton's Day? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the alt code for that one actually. <laughs> All right. Good talk. All right, so. Uh, <laughs> So coincidentally, I use this one, uh, like I mentioned, for the GTAS, and uh, I actually had a hard time with this achievement. So here's a pro tip for everybody. If there is a guide for achievement, read the guide for said achievement closely. Like, seriously. So this one says uh, you have, well, for this one, you have to spawn a board that doesn't have the numbers in the upper right, the upper left, the upper lower, upper let me try that again. The upper right, the upper left, the lower left, the lower right, and the middle square in the middle grid of the board. So as long as there's not a number in any of those squares, you can use your solver and you're all set. So that's basically what the guide says. Now, how you shouldn't read that is that you have to generate a board that has already the other four squares in the grid filled. <laughs> and so that's oh, how Elroy. I read it. I, that's how I read it was is that I had to get a board that had an X in the middle of the damn board and that the other four boxes were already filled in. So I sat there and I was sitting there regenerating boards for a good 15 minutes. Like I was just like, I got so close one time I had like three out of the four. That would have been hilarious if you actually got that set up and then did it. And then it didn't (laughs) pop obviously. Well, well that's what I mean. It was, uh, well, I started thinking something is off here, right? <laughs> because the ratio had like a real low one ratio. Like it's a really low ratio. I'm like, there's no way that people sit here for 15, 20, 30. I don't even know how long this is going to take. But everyone's going to sit here and wait to generate this board. So I went and looked again. And, oh, what do you know? I, uh, yeah, I uh, I then generated uh, two more boards. It took two generates to find one that would work. <laughs> you know, So then... Uh, I quickly got the achievement, but such attention to detail is is part of the skill set that one needs for you know the opportunity to lose to mental night in the finals of back to back G tests. That's the that's the you know the formula for my success. So, uh, but anyway, there's others. There's like you know, uh, I think I've mentioned all the 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 X marks the spot chivos. So there you go. Uh, X marks the spot. Was that on? Was that on spot with that one? <laughs> Did I hit the mark? <laughs> no, because we're talking about forty. Oh, that's right. But twenty is half of forty. It is. <laughs> and X is ten, which is half of twenty. Yeah. Oh. That's, it all adds up. Kind of like your first achievement. Okay. Order of operations. 
Good old PEMDAS. <laughs> Number two. Number two. Okay, so a little bit of backstory here. Uh, oh. Not for you, uh, uh. the Roy. You know the backstory. But for <laughs> the listeners, um, Series X came out in November, and mm-hmm. Elroy was like, hey, let's do Top X Achievements. <laughs> to honor the Series X, and I don't know why he talks like that all of a sudden because it was more <laughs> yeah, like I was say, I, it was I more like Southern. Hey y'all, while I'm done playing with Giggle Pig, we should record <laughs> a segment where we do top on X achievements because of the Xbox nice. Series X. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, heck, let's do it. And then, uh, well, I have this idea here. So instead of using X achievements <laughs> that start with the letter X for Xbox Series X, what if? <laughs> your name is X, which sounds like X, because that's like the the epitome. That's the pinnacle of uh, Tennessee education. You know, it's yeah. finest right there. Is huh? my name sounds just like the letter X. So basically, it, he it thought does. that was. <laughs> he thinks are that's den- very wait, clever. Wait, wait, are you denying the rhyme scheme here, or the uh, the similarities between? It's not your... a rhyme scheme. That's a. <laughs> is it technically a homonym? I guess. <laughs> I don't know, English teacher, you tell me. I, I mean, that's two words. <laughs> I, we'll, I, we'll call I it guess it's Or like homograph it. or homophone, I'll be honest, I always mix them up. But Which anyway, one? the point is that Elroy <laughs> thinks it's really clever, and he's been egging me on for like two months, like, come on, y'all, y'all gotta do one that starts with an X, and then y'all gotta do one that starts with EXE. So, <laughs> in fairness, I think I said you should do both the EXE. I, at this point, I was just wanting to get you on the other side of the microphone. I mean, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, I, my Elroy impression is making me die. Apparently, <laughs> <coughs> sorry, editors, if you want to edit that out or not, because people know that I'm dying trying to do Elroy impressions. But uh, <laughs> anyway, he thinks it's it's the height of wit and. Quite frankly, I fail to find any humor in it, but <laughs> uh, as I mentioned, finding achievements that were noteworthy that started X that started with X was tough, so it worked out anyway. Um, we gotta <laughs> we gotta humor the olds once in a while, right? So it's very uh, extraordinary that you did it. <laughs> so my next uh, my next pick number two after all that number two number goes two. to Executive Decision from Telltale Telltale Batman Season One. Um, 360, Windows 10, Xbox One, which they're all the same. Um, (laughs) And it is, in fact, the last achievement of the game for clearing uh, Scene 5, Episode 5, Chapter 5, whatever the heck. It's the last one you get. Uh, Mm -hmm. Executive Decision. So, again, in case we missed it, you see Executive Decision starts with EXE. And my name is spelled EXE. (laughs) What? That's so weird. But it's it's pronounced like <laughs> the so letter funny. X, and the segment, as much as I would like for it to be about uh, forty, you know, it's for you know achievements that start with X, and you get it. And again, it's it's really not funny. Is it though? I it's it's we can pretend that you are very clever. <laughs> uh, See how happy this makes him. It we'll does. Just, just roll with it. So. uh that got me thinking about executive decisions and what I'd like to do, you know, executive decision-wise going forward in 2021, and mm-hmm. uh, I realized most of them were, like, pretty pessimistic in nature, um, <laughs> but remember the Phil Collins reference I ended my last blurb with? I'm going to make it again. I know that's that's a cop-out, um, but the truth is I just, I really don't care anymore, so uh, executive decisions I'm making. Uh, gaming for fun and not caring about any stats whatsoever. 
Literally done. Don't care about stats. Um, not doing a damn thing for school outside of my contract hours. <laughs> not doing things for students that they can do for themselves. Oh, wait, what, what? Uh, that has to be very liberating. I mean, I already, prior to this year, I had my email cut off. It was like, if you email me before five, I'll get back to you. And this year it's been, if you email me by like, I leave at three. If you email me by like 3.30, I'll get back to you. And I just say, you know what? Nope. If you if it's that urgent, you can email me before three. 3.01, I'm already out the door because they're not paying me to be in school at 3.01. So. Hey, yep. that's not, that sounds like another achievement that you could use, which was executive perks. <laughs> yeah, it's not really a perk because I'm probably going to get backed up on grading and video making, but whatever. I'm sticking with it. Um, that should be that they clearly don't give us enough time to do things. So, yeah, executive decision. Not doing a damn thing outside of my contract hours. Yeah. The next one, I'll say it again because it's it's kind of part of a, a trilogy. Um, but not doing things for students that they can do for themselves. Not doing things for students' parents that they can do for themselves. And not doing things for damn administrators that they can do for themselves. Hmm. Hey, Mr. X, can you tally up the grades for this student and send them my way? No! No, I can't because you can. And it probably would have taken you less time than it did to send me that email. So I'm not doing that for you. <laughs> um, executive decision to not care if I'm late to work because if I get there two minutes late, I tend to panic, but then I see teachers walking in like 10 minutes late, so I'm done caring. Um, <laughs> my personal favorite, I'm not going to feel guilty for parking in someone else's spot when we don't actually have assigned spots. Hmm. Just petty, petty teachers who, well, I've worked here 10 years and this is where I park. Well, that sucks. I got there first and it's a nice spot, so. Good luck with that. Um, wait, wait, what makes it such a nice spot? It's it, it's going to sound really stupid. Um, it's the one spot in the shade from the one pine tree in the elementary <laughs> school lot. And for like two months of the year, in March and April, it is in the shade perfectly. Like it, the tree just covers that spot. Mm. I used to park under a tree at work and then uh, it like started dripping sap all over my dang tower man i'm seriously i don't park under there anymore i park as far away from that damn camera <laughs> like dripped all over man i can't get that off my paint job or nothing oh paint job or nothing and uh <laughs> my my most importantly my last executive decision is just to once again remind elroy that there's nothing clever about using exe for an x achievement segment <laughs> well um I think you executed it well. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, That's so uh, X and funny. Yeah. No, it doesn't even make sense. Oh, man, I should have gone with this other team. Excellent execution. <laughs> Damn. Oh, my gosh. I'm still dying from my Elroy impression. <laughs> well, there is one called Execute uh, <laughs> the Executioner. Or uh, there's all kinds of Executioner, man. It's, it's a very violent list. Lots, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the executions. Wow. That might be up there with the the X marks the spot, but uh, um, but well, uh, you know, uh, those are all very <clears throat> noble uh, uh, goals for the upcoming year. Um, I don't want to, uh, uh, you know, influence them in any way, and I think that that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, the wire parent so lazy. If you can email your teacher, you can check your kids' grades. Yeah, uh, the one that really struck with me was well. See, we have no parental involvement. Like, 
as far as I know, these kids just live in a house by themselves <laughs> because I have never had any contact whatsoever with anybody other than that child. So uh, as far as I know, they all own houses and they just happen to go to high school. And the one that really struck me was the helpless uh, uh, administrators who send you request for information that they can easily gain themselves. That's so, oh, that, right. Yeah. Yep. You're right about that one. Or my favorite Spot is on. Um, the attendant secretary will call me like, was Elroy in class today? I don't know. You're the attendant secretary. <laughs> Look at the attendance. I Look at the attendance. Cause I'm just going to walk to my laptop and re- well, actually it's really easy this year with four kids in the room. I can just right. say yes or no, but normally like, I don't remember. Let me check attendance that I submitted that you have in front of you. <laughs> oh man. Well, Keep up the good fight, my man. <laughs> <laughs> Pay the teachers, y'all. Pay the teachers. <sighs> Pay the teachers. All right. Well, that and, leads and me buy to... The teachers, buy the teachers' booze. We don't want your <laughs> crappy cookies for Christmas. Well, we're not eating the cookies that you made us, but we will drink the booze that you bring us in the parking lot. Do, do you, now you got me curious. Is it, do your students actually like get you stuff that is within your dietary uh, requirements? My dietary requirements uh, vanish around Christmas time. Oh, okay. Well, is this uh, has to do with the pumpkin spice rule? Yeah, pretty much from pumpkin spice season through uh, the end of eggnog season, diet's out the window. Oh, okay. I'll say, I'll yeah. say my kids, they actually like give me carrots and stuff. Like uh, if they give me some for my birthday, they give me like a bag of carrots. It's, just, it's so sweet. <laughs> yeah. All right. So here we go. Number one. Number one, which is, <laughs> which is like X without the zero attached to That's it. Right. If you're doing Roman numerals, which is still clever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the one that I chose for this, uh, originally I thought it was another one, but fortunately there was another one that was related to this other one, and so it worked. So here it is. It is Xbox 360 launch team, but I look at it in a broader sense, which is the new console. Chivo. All right. So in the hustle and bustle of try, you know, of using your new super duper Xbox Omega Deluxe Edition DX, uh, it made me think back, you know, to a simpler time before I lost my soul to the Chivo hunting devil. <clears throat> so <laughs> it was 2013 and the new Xbox was coming out. And I only cared because of the new Dead Rising game that was coming out. And it was a day one launch. And mm-hmm. that was the only reason I was wanting to get one. Uh, because I wasn't really an achievement hunter back then. I was just, uh, you know, some guy with an Xbox 360 that liked to play Dead Rising games and such. So I was looking forward to killing all these zombies with no loading screens. That That's what we were told. And I secured my amazing Xbox day one edition. And it was amazing. Like, it came in. It was amazing. It came with a controller that had, get this, Day One Whoa. written on it. Day I know. One 2013, actually. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So you, you, you got one of these, too? I sure did. It oh, has man, a, it was, a Chrome D-pad. Yeah, man, it's it's, it's awesome. It, it was like, it, I don't know, it was, it was so cool. And see, what's also cool is my brother got one, and he later you know, went to the dark side and became a PlayStation guy, so he didn't want his uh, anymore. So I got two of these babies. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, but the goodies didn't stop there, as you well know, because inside the box, there was a card. And on this card, you had a code that you could redeem, complete with directions on how to do it. 
This was big, man. So you go and you enter the code, and what happens? Bloop, 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 bloop. Oh, D- day one Chivo unlocked. Right? Okay, so that was pretty cool. I didn't even really like it, was just like you're part of the club. Okay. And so I didn't really fully realize what was going on at the time because I wasn't an achievement hunter until two years later. But this was a freaking awesome nod <laughs> to our, our little niche community. I mean, really, it is. It, it was something for us, you know, something that we would want. But it got me thinking about, you know, some of those Chivos. When you go back and look at your gaming history Chivo list, you know, you always see like, uh, it's kind of like looking through old photos. It's like, oh, yeah, I remember playing that. I remember this. You have all these memories and everything. Um, but anyhow, but when I look at that, that's, it just reminds me of that simpler time when I first got that Xbox One and I got that cool controller and everything and blah, 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 blah. But I digress. Now, another opportunity came a few years later when the next version came out, the Scorpio. <clears throat> Right? You remember the Scorpio days? Yeah. I sure do. I still have mine. Actually. Yep. Again, pre-order made, right? So this time I was an actual Chivo hunter, right? I, I, I've been doing it for a few years now, and, and you know, I, I appreciated it. And so I got my console, came in, and I got my nifty controller, right? Did you get this? That uh, says I did. Scorpio on it. Right? Project Scorpio. Yeah, Project Square. See, important distinction. I didn't. I, I'm just going by memory here. See, I, I appreciate you having a better memory. I'm, I'm old. I forget. But <laughs> I searched the box. I did. I looked through it. I was like, "What the hell? Where's my super awesome card with my members only Chivo on it? It was not there. Nothing." Fast forward a few years more to just a month or two ago, they had another shot at this. What did I get? Nothing. No nifty controller. No nifty membership Chivo card, nothing. So I would like to tell you that this story has a silver lining, but it doesn't. Sometimes things just suck. So the Xbox Day One Chivo card, that didn't suck, and I appreciate it. And you know what? They actually had one for the 360, I found out. It was a little before my days, but that's the the achievement that I was referencing, the Xbox 360 launch team, and only 52 people have it. Uh, yeah, like Major Nelson and some other people, but uh, only 52 people have the Xbox 360 launch team achievement, uh, as opposed to the 71,000 <laughs> who have the Day One Edition achievement. And I'm sure the the countless thousand more that would like to have gotten an achievement card for the Scorpio, and even more so for the Super Duper Xbox Omega DX console. So. Um, but anyway, that was kind of a downer story, wasn't it? Yeah, you, you've had more uplifting <laughs> ones. Well, you're the one that's talking about all your uh, your your goals for 2021, I think. Uh... But those are positive for, <laughs> you know, my mental health. Right, right. The achievement. The, the, the children will not get their education, but you'll be happier. And Oh, the I... children will get just as good of an education. They'll just have to wait to get an email response. Oh, okay, that's fair enough. Well, I'm still waiting to get a Chivo card response and members only. And it, I mean, a controller. They set a precedent. It was not even a controller this time around. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I am a little disappointed there wasn't a Series X Day One something or another. Because right. even the the Xbox One S when it came out, um, there was no fancy controller or console, but it had 
well, I guess it was. It had a two terabyte hard drive. The mm-hmm. day one one S had a two terabyte hard drive, and that was the only way to get that. Mm-hmm. So this is the first console in four new consoles that hasn't had something unique for day one. I'm a little yeah. disappointed. Yeah, like something like a silver X on top of the, the controller, like a big X on it, like Series X, right? Something. Anything. I don't care. Give me something. Maybe make uh, like the top of one of the thumbsticks like an X shape or something. I mean, I don't know. Whatever, man. Just just, just, <laughs> just, it, just something, something man. man. Just give me a little something, you know. The, you know. Anyway, all right. So, anyway, so I think that pretty much uh, wraps us up there. Uh, that was kind of a uh, um, kind of a sad way to end. So I guess I should probably spice it up a little bit with the top three things to get X for Christmas this upcoming year. Number three, a lemon reamer. Number two, lemons. Number one, mustache wax. <laughs> you didn't get me lemons. We had to go buy our own lemons and limes. Uh, well that's uh (laughs) seems like a a good way to end unless i had something like oh i don't know the top three mcu actors turning 40 this year number three natalie portman number two tom hiddleston and number one chris evans wow natalie portman i wouldn't have guessed that she seems so young Mm -hmm. Hmm. i guess i was young back when she was young though yeah that's that's right you're older than she is i know yeah all right. Well, X, I truly appreciate you um, recording with me today. And I, it is hysterical that we got you on with a, uh, you know, on a one where we talked about X achievements because your name is X. I don't know if you realize that. It's it's really not. It's really not. <laughs> um, but I would not miss the 40th VSS episode spectacular for anything. And four zero is 40. So... Thank you again, and until next time. I'll Wait, we help. used to we used to say something. Yeah, I know. Um, oh, oh, let the next the count. Let, let the countdown. Yeah. What the heck was it? Let the next countdown or the the. Let the yeah. countdown to the next countdown. <laughs> let the countdown to the next countdown begin. Now, what the heck did we say? <laughs> I don't know, man. Hot takes from the Broderlands. Hello and welcome. We're a couple of bros sitting around a, I guess, imaginary campfire, I guess. Spit some hot takes at each other, amongst other things. I'm Chewy on Ice, and with me, I've got Elroy OMJ. Oh, appreciate it, appreciate it, appreciate it. Yeah, I'm ready to spit some fire today. We don't need no campfire. Okay, well, I, I mean, who wants to go first? We, we didn't even arrange who's going first on this one. I think I'll go first since uh, mine's kind of a pressing issue. Is it pressing? You want to get it out? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's something that's uh, on the minds of many right about now. So. Oh, the hottest of takes. Yeah, yeah. It's very topical. Like a good cream. <laughs> ah, shit, you ready? I'm always. You ready to hear this? Yeah. All right. The extraordinary is ordinary, my friend. In 1980, the gaming landscape changed forever. 
A little yellow sphere named Pac-Man? Perhaps you've heard of him. He came out of nowhere, gobbled up all our quarters, and launched Pac-Mania, or Pac-Man Mania, not to be confused with Hulkamania, which was, you know, something a lot different. Let me tell you something, brother. So, all things Pac-Man. That was all the rage. Now, you add some cosmetic differences? Eh, you get Miss Pac-Man. Add a diaper and you get Baby Pac-Man. You know, make the character bigger at times, you get Super Pac-Man. We get it. He moves around a maze, he eats pellets and goes with different variations over and over and over, different versions of the same thing. The nation, nay, the world got soft. And gamers were good at this. They had seen it all before. They had gone over every freaking maze you could imagine with every cosmetic difference on every freaking Pac-Man you could ever imagine. They needed an actual challenge. Amidst this complacency, Namco rode this cash cow for years, repackaging the same thing over and over with just slight differences until one day they got it right. That day was 1984. Namco gave the world the sequel that we deserved and the sequel that we needed. The game was Pac-Land. Now, in Pac-Man's first ever platformer that was based on his cartoon, Pac-Land was a gloriously written game and it follows Pac-Man as he travels across a wide range of areas. He's avoiding logs, he's avoiding lava, falling rocks, and not to mention ghosts, ghosts, ghosts in cars, ghosts in buses, ghosts on pogo sticks, ghosts in spaceships, and ghosts on planes. And I don't know about you, Chewie, but I am tired of these mother effing ghosts on these mother effing planes. They're everywhere, and you must avoid the lot of them whilst you are jumping over the landscape in search of a lost fairy. Once you find the fairy, are you ported back to where you came from? <laughs> no, the world needed a challenge and so you had to hand deliver that son of a bitch back to Fairyland. That means traversing the entire stage going right to left from where you came. Never mind that every damn ghost has some mode of transportation, but Pac-Man, he doesn't even have a bicycle. But that's okay, the world needed a challenge. Plus it gave you more time to listen to the groovy Pac-Land music that sticks in your brain like an earworm. Now I really don't know what an earworm is, but it sounds like something that would stick to your brain. So. A simple platformer with some catchy music, you ask? What's so special about that? If you look at the Wikipedia for Pac-Land, it is held in high praises. It's credited for influencing games like Ghosts and Goblins, Wonder Boy, Alex Kidd, and also this little-known game called Super Mario Brothers, brother. But what if I told you this wasn't Pac-Land's greatest accomplishment? Sure, any game can influence a genre, but it takes an extraordinary game to birth a genre. Pac-Land didn't create the platform genre. That would be Space Panic, Donkey Kong, or a couple of others, depending on who asks. But let me tell you something and listen closely. Pac-Land did birth physics-based or also known as crappy control games. <laughs> All right, this is a genre that is sadly overlooked by TA. Without Pac-Land, someone would have never taken the time to say, we need to make this game that is only difficult because you cannot control what the hell is going on. How did Pac-Land accomplish this? It used the little-used control scheme of having a button to move to the right, having a button to move to the left, 
having a button to move to the right faster, and having a button to move to the left faster. Oh, That's right. Four buttons. Four buttons, four speeds. Why do you need four speeds? So that you can jump over long distances, of course. Wait, wait. How on earth do you jump? Ah, that's what the stick thing does. It jumps. Who needs a jump button? If you wanted a jump button, you could play the thousand other platformers who have a button to jump. Why do you need two buttons to move left on a traditional side-scroller? Well, remember, Pac-Man has no means of transportation. I mean, if the fairy had the ability to teleport him back to his house, why would the fairy be lost in the first place, right? The whole fabric of the elaborate story would make no sense. And by elaborate story, I mean some fairies are lost and you have to go find them. So there you have it. Four buttons to move Pac-Man around both forwards and backwards, making sure to tap the stick at the right times so you don't fall to your untimely death. Does this sound familiar? Four buttons to control your movement? In 2008, we got Quop. If you've never played this game, then you have brought shame to your family. It is a game with one simple premise. Run. Using four buttons, you control your track infield character, and you have one button for the left arm, one button for the right arm, one, and more importantly, one button for the left leg, and one button for the right leg. Your score is how far in distance you make it before you fall on your face. Unfortunately, or on your back, actually. Unfortunately, this game was never ported to the Xbox because there are... You know, a couple of great spam techniques that allow you to get whatever distance the achievements that we're going to probably ask you to get. Quat became a legend in 2010 and influenced 2015 hit Octodad, mm. 2016 hit Manuel Samuel, and then in 2017, a Swedish designer by the name of Wakapel created Human <laughs> Fall Flat. <laughs> All of these games were greatly influenced by Quat as a physics game, but were they birthed by it? No. That credit goes to Pac-Land, and it's about time we recognize Pac-Land and use it in the same conversation as Wolfenstein 3D, the first first-person shooter, Flag Capture, the first puzzle game and predecessor to Minesweeper, and any other genre-creating games. Now, as of June, you can finally witness history. The release of Namco Museum Archives Volume 2 became available to the masses and includes Pac-Land as its primary title. Now that or Galaga, but probably Pac-Lan, because whoever has heard of Galaga Mania, not me, Pac-Man has the golden touch, and it is the kingmaker of this release. The achievement is called The Extraordinary is Ordinary, where 60 gamer score rocks a 1.77 ratio and is currently preloaded and ready to drop at a moment's notice and is obtained by clearing stage 8 in Pac-Lan. This extraordinary achievement for this extraordinary game is available for your extraordinary button-pressing frustration today. Thank you, Pac-Land, for all that you have done. You done? Yeah, that was uh, that was all the fire I had. So, okay, there's a lot to wrap my head around here. I know. It's, it's just mind-blowing. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So, what you're telling me, and correct me if I'm wrong here, is okay. that the best Pac-Man game isn't even really a Pac-Man game, apart from the fact that it features Pac-Man. What if I told you that maybe that was the actual Pac-Man game they've always wanted to make, and that the other ones were trial runs to get to that? I would think you were lying. (laughs) But okay, (laughs) let's put that aside. Let's put the whole, this isn't really a Pac-Man game thing aside. Once once Pac-Man got some damn legs, man, he showed what he had. Uh, yeah. 
you're also saying that in its badness, in its in its awful controlness, it is in fact moving into the the realms of being not only good but creating a whole new subgenre of games, which are the bad control games, and it should be recognised as such. That, that, that's basically what we're going at here. Right. Yes, and yes. your hot take maybe, is maybe that we should physics. recognize a game from what forty years ago. Um, Thirty-six. This take, I have to say, this take so hot right now. <laughs> it is. It's thirty-six years in the making. Just because the credit hasn't been there yet doesn't mean it's too late to do the right thing. And TA, uh, you have. Well, hang on. Let's just take a, a, a gander here uh, at all the. Uh, wonderful genres that you can have available on TA. So there's room, there's room, right, uh, for, let's see, well, they have American football and football. You got cricket, Q sports, uh, uh, you know, these are all really great, uh, wonderful. Mixed martial arts has a, uh, you know, because apparently sports, uh, paintball apparently has a genre. Yeah, paintball, yeah. that's Volleyball. really... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's those are all really great. Bull so, sports, bull sports. I'm looking is one of at my the favorites. I'm looking at the P's here, and I don't see anything between party and pinball by the name of physics. Uh, that'd be the nice way to put it. Uh, you know, they should have it in the C's uh, between uh, let's see collection and cricket with crap controls. That should be <laughs> the name of this uh, uh, you know this genre. I'm not familiar with this game in the slightest, uh, and, mm. and and basically what you're saying is that a lot of, a lot of people won't be, so that that kind of makes sense. Uh, I'm not even actually that familiar Where with that many Pac-Man games. Th- I mean, the last 36 years of I'm a I'm a youth compared to you, I guess. My only Pac-Man experience was playing the arcade versions on the 360. Mm-hmm. So you know, I can't I can't really attest to it being a quality or not quality Pac-Man game. What I will mm-hmm. say, though, is, personally speaking, I love these deliberately poorly controlling physics games in their current <laughs> incarnations. They are some of my absolute favorites. Octodad is an absolute gem of a game. Uh, I love it. Everything about it's it. It's got some good humor. It's got great too. humor. It's got a great design. Cool, silly absolutely insane story that makes no sense whatsoever he's an octopus <laughs> and nobody notices uh, well that and i mean it's just the title in itself just says it all octo dad dadliest kit i mean because he's he's because it's an octopus is a dad right yeah. so and uh the bad controls in that they fit the game so perfectly and actually they're so they, they actually work well for what you're trying to achieve uh, frustrating as they are and and human fall flat i think achieves a similar thing i, I think that's a really actually really well designed game uh, you you are kind of fighting against the physics to start with but once you nail it you know it's it's great fun yeah totally reliable del- delivery service is another example maybe a bit less uh-huh. successful on the um the, the actual it's a little bit more bad the physics mm-hmm. in that one I, i'd argue especially the flying but you know, I, I'm all for it. I, I really love those. And and in in terms of giving them their own genre or, or credit in some form, yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm okay with that. Whether we can go all the way back to this nothing game from the eighties. Whoa, whoa, uh, not, whoa, 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 whoa. Tread lightly, my friend. You nothing game. So not only did it birth the physics genre, but you had 
Mario, maybe you've heard of him. Mario, he kind of has his own little uh, platform uh, over in Asia. Overrated, that's where. Yeah, yeah. And so he was stuck in a sewer. Like, in a, in, he was in the sewer. He started as a plumber. That's because he couldn't get out of the damn sewer, right? He's in the sewer, and that's in the Mario Brothers. And then all of a sudden, Pac-Man comes along, and all of a sudden, he can go on adventures of his own. So he got out. So much like Pac-Man broke free of the maze and eating pellets, he allowed Mario to get out of the sewer and go on an adventure of his own. And that you know, that worked out well for uh, for Mario and Nintendo. Uh, so you said you really like this genre. Mm. Um, yeah. I'm I'm really curious why you're fighting me on this, and that you're not saying, "Oh my gosh, I need to go play Pac-Man immediately." Well, because I think you're probably, without knowing, obviously, because I don't know, but I'm guessing that you're mm-hmm. you're overstating things a little bit. Because the the thing with the uh, the games we've given as examples, Manual Samuel, Octodad, yeah. Human Fall Flat. It's all the kind of floppy physics, right? It's the floppy, yeah. doppy, gravity physics. And that's not how you're describing it to me with Pac-Land. So are you saying that, you know, like uh, the sports genre? So is Tecmo Bowl, is that very similar to Madden? But when you say that it kind of led to it, yeah, see. Yeah. Sure, the technology wasn't around back then. If if the technology was a little better, Pac-Man, he would have been flopping all over the place. But uh, he only had so many pixels to work with, man. If, if I, we, think that, I think that's very unfair of you to hold that against him at the time. I think there's a there's a concern here that if we were to create this genre and allow Pac-Land in it, then we would be opening up the floodgates. Because mm-hmm. if uh, bad controls are... Mm-hmm. Uh, the gateway to entry then i could imagine a whole slew of games being included not least mm-hmm. the game i recently played as part of the uh the old zit marathon uh mm-hmm. explorer of the night <laughs> which somehow manages to eat all of your inputs what <laughs> oh man so if you think that game is hard to control you need pack land in your life because let me tell you something that's like driving a, a sports car compared to this little clunker man i mean that is uh <laughs> Not even hardly a comparison other than you scroll to the right and you're jumping. Now, did the Explorer of the Night have to go fetch a pine cone and bring it back to the start with four buttons? No, I don't think so. Okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to concede that bad physics games are a great subgenre and should deserve some sort of representation. The jury is out on Pac-Lan's inclusion in that genre and whether it has any right to claim the birthing of it uh, until it I does, go and play it. But uh, yes, you come back and you can tell me how right I am. And uh, But yes, it's a Namco Museum number two. Don't accidentally buy number one. Mm, maybe we could ask all 102 gamers who have actually got that achievement. <laughs> For real? That's it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Well, only 320 people have the game, so... It's preloaded on mine. I, I'm just waiting for the right time where uh, a nice Monday morning rolls around and uh, I need uh, a few points to serve my purposes. But uh, yeah, that, that should tell you something. Though, it tells me. <laughs> it tells me that nobody cares. <laughs> what? But uh, I mean, you get 102 people to play uh, Human Fall Flat with Waka. I mean, he's probably carried 102 people through that, and those 102 people should be thankful 
they got to pay the respects. So, uh, Pac-Land. Did, did I mention the soundtrack on it? I mean, I, I know, I know. There's just so much to like about this game, but uh, go listen to the soundtrack and see if that doesn't put a little pep in your step. Did you play this when it first came out or only as part of the museum collection? Uh, I played it uh, both. I mean, mm. I am old, yes. Uh, it's been ported like a thousand times. Uh, let's see. <laughs> and when I say you can finally play it, I mean you can finally play it with achievements. Uh, I suppose there's probably emulators online, uh, I've always to guess, mm. uh, because it's you know been around for 36 years and uh, uh it's i'm sure it's been on pretty much I, I i do remember playing on the nes it was it was dreadful but uh mm. i do i have memories of that so hopefully i'm not wrong on that uh, well i'm gonna i'm gonna put my final thought across which is that i can't really comment because i wasn't even born yet <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. It was the TurboGraph. That's where I played it. It was the TurboGraph. You don't even know what that is. So that's okay. But yeah, I played it on the TurboGraph. I knew I played it at some point in my life on uh, a console. But uh, yeah, so there you go. Uh, So once you uh, pay your respects, let me know how right I am. (laughs) Okay, right. Thank you very much for that. You're very welcome. That's hot of takes. And I, I'm so glad that we were able to finally get that on the on on the airways because that's uh, that's something that a lot of people have been clamoring for. So I get instant messages and stuff. Mm. Okay, so the, the next tepid take from the Broderlands. <laughs> <laughs> you might know Elroy if you pay any attention to uh, the Discord or the podcast uh, that I have made 2021 the year of the assassin in AH101. Uh, I've got a CCC challenge running to complete stories in any Assassin's Creed games in the series throughout the whole year. And unlike quite a lot of other AAA stuff, I think that you're pretty familiar with this series yourself. Pretty much, a, could I call you a fan of the series? Uh, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was uh, my second real series that I dived mm. into uh, in xbox world i finished up all the dead rising games and then i was like what am i going to do with this system now this is before i was an achievement hunter and so yeah yeah i just basically played through the whole series that you, was available you, you've the got time. them all on your tag you've completed quite a lot of them and done a, a decent yeah, yeah. chunk in most yeah. of them yeah so. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fan okay. of the series okay. sure. well you know I, I would consider myself as a fan as well mm-hmm. uh, i've actually completed all of them up to unity the stack and everything uh, no, I don't, I'm not. Stacking is stacking is not my bag. But well, I one, mean, two, you said all of you said all of them. All and of thought, the well, all of dang, the individual man. entries of the of the franchise. Uh, one, two, including the three. Russian and China and all that. Uh, well, like they came after Unity, so everything up to Unity. Oh, up to Unity. Okay, everything okay. up to Unity. Now, I own everything Unity and beyond. I do own all of those Chronicle games. I own Syndicate, Origins, Odyssey. I don't own Valhalla. That's the only one I don't own. Uh, when it when the sale prices are right, I'll get that one. Uh, <laughs> but the reason I've been actually stuck on Unity for a few years now, and I'm getting further and further behind on the series, which is why I've issued this Year of the Assassin is to is to get me to catch up a little bit. And the big part of the issue is it's a me problem, really. 
it's it's a problem with me because for some reason I feel compelled to complete the games before moving on to the next one. And Unity has got me stopped dead in my tracks. I barely even touched it. And the main reason for that is the collectibles. Those <laughs> tanged chests. Wait, that's the one that broke you? Well, this is the thing. Assassin's Creed games, they've always been a bit controversial when it came to their tendencies to kind of populate their worlds with collectibles and getting the players to do every single last one of them. <laughs> Was it the flags on the first the one? The flags started it all, and they are... They're not even on the dang map. They are very, very bad. But for some reason, it was you manageable. One, you're screwed, man. It was manageable. Um, some some entries have been worse than others. I said that's the worst one, outside of uh, you know up to Unity, because um, all the others they've got stuff on the map, uh, or they've got more variety in them at least. And there's usually some kind of satisfaction that comes from like clearing all the little areas. Um, getting those little tick boxes and seeing the counters track upwards. It's it's satisfying. But Unity just takes it too far. Every, every time I look at a map of the collectibles in Paris and Versailles, <laughs> it just makes me weep because I don't even know if there's more in Unity than in other ones like Black Flag. Black Flag has a lot of collectibles. Rogue has oh. a lot of collectibles. <laughs> I was about to say, man, uh, Black Flag, but you have to travel between islands. You, you can't even run over there. You have to jump on your ship and then uh, jump out of your ship, jump back in your ship. Oh, it's... Uh, but in a weird way in my head, that's that's better because it's kind of more spread out across the world. There's more variety. There's ex- more exploring involved. In Unity, it's just so crammed in in that condensed space. <laughs> it just it just really hammers home how ridiculously overstuffed the game is, uh, it, and how utterly like let's be honest, how utterly inane it is running around just opening all these ch- damn chests. It's ridiculous. It literally adds <laughs> nothing to the experience. It only takes away from the experience, really. And this is coming from someone who actually likes collectibles in games. Although there is a big caveat on that. I like them within reason and these ones are just completely unreasonable wait, wait what's a, this reason of yours what what is this uh what's what reasonable? is reasonable yes what's reasonable well look if you're going to put collectibles <laughs> in a game i'd rather personally that they they add something to the game they aren't just there for the sake of being there the flags in the first one are just there for the sake of being there they don't add anything Arguably, some of the later entries have things like that. The feathers don't really add anything in two, I don't believe. Uh, but some of the other collectibles in the later ones, they give you uh, songs, nice little songs that you guys can uh, sing on the ships. Obviously, coins or, or inventory items that you can use to craft things or things like that. Uh, lore, world building. I don't mind any of that stuff. Uh, I think that uh, the feathers, weren't they for the sister who was grieving something? I don't like remember. The, Years ago. I think it was maybe. something to do with the grieving sister. Okay. And you stuck them in a, in a box and for some reason she would only go check the box after you left. And okay, never, okay. Never thanked, never thanked you personally. I don't remember it. that, Just but saying. that's good. That's, that's enough to make me more invested in it. T- to me, it's it's just about the the scale in relation to the games. And look, this is a very long-winded introduction because really what I'm getting at, my, my hot take is that bigger isn't always better. Things don't get necessarily more enjoyable the more times you have to do them, especially if those <laughs> things are basically busy work in the first place. They either remain as enjoyable or more likely increasingly less enjoyable particularly if the requirement to do them is just like ridiculously high 
So I, I think too often a successful game produces a sequel or a series of sequels where, okay, they build on the story and the world and they add in fresh new mechanics, quality of life improvements, refinements, all of that great stuff. Wonderful, brilliant, lovely. Mm -hmm. But then they also think, mm, I know, let's take an element of the game that was like fun or interesting in the first one, maybe, and then let's just times it. Let's just copy and paste Let's just add more, make it bigger and bigger and bigger because everyone likes more, don't they? It makes it more fun, more interesting. No, no, it doesn't make it more fun and interesting. It's just the same thing, but but more of it. Look, and this doesn't, it doesn't just apply to collectibles. Oh, oh, hey, you enjoyed our world, our world in our nice big RPG game we made. Well, guess what? In the sequel, the world's five times bigger. Have we populated all our extra space with worthwhile content that feels fresh and interesting? No, no, not necessarily. It's just more of the same stuff times five. Or sometimes there's just massive empty spaces in between to quote-unquote explore, by which I mean just trudge through, cursing for the lack of a meaningful fast travel system. It's just ridiculous. Bigger is not better. Oh, oh, you all thought that killing 10,000 enemies in our last game was, was crazy? How about 100,000? Yeah, that's right, gears. I'm looking at you. Don't get me started on the increasingly ridiculous requirements they piled into subsequent Gears entries. Bigger is not better. It doesn't even really just apply to sequels as well. So, loads of games, back in the 360 especially, launched with ridiculously high requirements to play literally thousands of multiplayer matches. Usually in games where the multiplayer was just meh. Did you ever play games like Chronicles of Riddick? Condemned 2, Perfect Dark Zero, The Darkness, anything like that? Uh, unfortunately, I have a date with Perfect Dark Zero, uh, oh. but fortunately I see that there's ways to automate it. So uh, Yes, but, but why should it exist in the first place? Why should any of these games ask you to play literally thousands of matches, kill thousands of enemies? No one wants to play, put that much time and effort in the game. No one is having fun anymore at that point. It's like at the development meeting, they were like, Hmm, I think sh people should be rewarded for exploring our tacked-on, not very good multiplayer mode with some achievements. Oh, cool. Shall we ask them to play, I don't know, 10 rounds or something like that? No, no, no. 100, maybe? No, 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 no. 200? Make it 1,000. Because if they liked, mm. if they somehow liked or even just tolerated those first few rounds, the fun can only get bigger, Right? Right? Imagine how much fun they'll be having after 1,000 rounds. They'll be so ecstatic. It's foolproof. The fun can just get bigger and bigger. And while we're at it, let's get them to get 1,000 kills with each weapon in the game. Because nothing screams fun like slowly hitting 1,000 people to death with a weapon that would otherwise be completely useless if you were playing the game legitimately. Okay, I've gone a bit off topic. Uh, I, I realise that. But my point still stands. If you are asking people to do things in your game, like collectibles or cumulative things, or exploring every nook and cranny, and those things feel like a reasonable amount of challenge, effort, or time relative to the main experience of the game, let's say maximum doubling the playtime you've put into playing the core game, that's what I would say is reasonable. That's fine. Okay, great. And if you want to push those things up in quantity in the sequel, alongside all the other changes you're making, so you can sell it on being bigger and better. Okay, 
but consider that if what you're adding is actually meaningful and enhancing the experience or simply adding content for the sake of content. Because if it's just content for the sake of content, literally no one is going to be thanking you for it. To summarize, I'm going to leave you with these wise words. It's not the size, it's what you do with it. Did you get that off your chest? Oh my goodness, I, I actually got more angry I, I feel like, I don't know if I was coming across, but just thinking about having to, because I, I have to play Unity now in the next few weeks, probably. And it's getting me angry just thinking about those dang chests. All right. So I got a couple points for you. All right. First point is that Turtles Quest does have collectibles. The second point I have for you is, what if I told you that Pac-Land birthed collectibles? That's right. What do you think you're running out into the forest for? You're collecting a fairy. But is it meaningful? It's meaningful. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that fairy is lost. Yeah, and you got to find it so that's you can get back to town. Okay, but yeah. now imagine in the sequel you had to collect a thousand fairies. <laughs> that's where it brings me to point number three, which is you're spot on, man. Because let me tell you what. I have two million reasons that you're right. Because I'm currently 300 hours in and have about 600 hours to go in order to put a bomb down and blow up a block in a certain game uh, called Super Bomberman R. And I am uh, I got about, I'm about a third of the way through. So if that doesn't isn't the epitome of what you're trying to say, I don't know what is. I don't know who thought, oh yeah, let's put one million, you know, you would think that cooler heads in the room might be like, hey, 100,000 is a lot. But no, 1 million. They thought people were just going to play the hell out of that game, I guess. I don't know what they thought, but 1 million of this and 1 million of that, that's insane. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, that's probably why there's only 30 people that have done it so far on TA with a 52 ratio on it. Now, my fourth point is that I think what you're saying, you're saying bigger isn't better, but I think what you're actually saying is it's more quality over quantity or less is more, I think is what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that you're, you're arguing that something is fine a few times, but the more times you do it, it becomes less special and it kind of takes away from the original specialness. So I think your less is more is uh, kind of more the approach I'm, I'm hearing here. But I, not that I have a problem with bigger isn't better, but, uh, you know, um, I, I just thought I'd throw that out there. So I think, to be honest, like I say, I don't mind collectibles. And even even the flags I could I could deal with. I just, you know... But those aren't bigger flags. They aren't bigger just flags. Less flag. but There's if, less flags. Fewer flags. I'll have you know. <laughs> It's not even necessarily quantity over quality. I don't. I don't mind them smattering a few meaningless collectibles. Just in the next one, don't just think you've got to add more, and add more, and add more, and add more, and add more. It makes no. It's just you're not adding any value there. If you've if you've made a game and you've put a hundred collectibles in, fine. It might be a lot. Whatever. I can deal with it. But then in the next game, don't think that people want a thousand collectibles just because they did the 100 in the last one. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's not adding playability. I think that's the misconception that a lot of publishers think is that, oh, you know, we want them to play the game longer, so let's just put, mm-hmm. uh, you know, extra freaking chest 
you know, every square block in Unity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, know, I do know what you're talking about. And- it, it ends up souring the experience for you. You might think yeah. Unity is a great game. Now, a lot of people don't. A lot of people, especially at launch, think it was a pretty awful Assassin's Creed game. <laughs> this, this maybe didn't help, but there were other reasons for that. But right. now it's, you know, it's been patched and, you know, people might look at it more favorably. But people who, who, who go about doing this, they're never going to put, oh, and there were all those chests I had to collect in the positive column for that game right? It's only ever going to go in the negative column. So why, why should it, why should it exist? Yeah. It's see, uh, it's been so long since I've played unity that I'm trying to remember. I mean, your take is not exactly uh, up to the, you know, very current in, uh, I haven't checked what Valhalla asks you to do. Actually, (laughs) you've played Valhalla. Does it have anything similar? Just just in the future, try to pick something that people are, you know, that's kind of current, mm, uh, mm, you know. Yeah, and so, mm. uh, <laughs> Valhalla, yeah, it has a bunch of collectibles and stuff. But uh, I don't know. I've been kind of falling out of love with uh, the Ass Creed series lately because I, I was like the the storyline about the ancient civilization, and then it's like they got through number three. I think they ran out of subject matter around black flag but they still want to keep making these games and so yeah. then they just kind of stalled it and the storyline just really stalled in the in the in the ancient civilization and or or the modern the modern I'm sorry the modern civilization where they were analyzing the ancient one and they didn't know where to go and and I don't remember if it was unity I think it was unity where the whole thing builds up to the this artifact and then they're like Oh yeah, never mind. There wasn't one here after all. Well, we'll keep looking. And that was like the whole point. Uh, and I, and I, at that point, I just threw, mm-hmm. like threw my hands up. I'm like, okay, uh, I'm out. And so, anyway. and, and it actually that actually does feed into part of my problem is that they became so lazy with um, making playable sections of the story for the modern and you know, yeah, ancient bits. That was the cool part. But they just they just threw it in the collectibles, right? A lot of the collectibles mm-hmm. in the game is just text files building this background mm-hmm. story that no one is going to mm-hmm. sit and read or you know the vast majority of people are not going to sit and read through to fill in all of the gaps about what's going on in that storyline subject subject 13 i think it was yeah but it, so in the earlier games when you had to collect these little funny little things that are floating around they're like um the glitches and the, those kind mm-hmm. of things sometimes they then lead you into a puzzle or uh, a video, a cutscene that you had to piece yeah. together, right? Right, right, yeah. That whole Subject 13 stuff, that was cool. That was cool. Yeah. Um, but well, they just don't have it in those the later ones, and increasingly less so. Well, once you collect the 5,000 chests in Unity and all the other collectibles and do everything, get your 100% sync and you know finish the game... Let me know if it's the one where the whole point was trying to find this artifact that wasn't there, and that's and then it's like, well, next time we will. And literally the game after that, it was pretty much the same story, except for they did find one, and then like Abstergo busts in the door at the last second and takes it. It's like, well, that was a pointless endeavor. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but that was like the whole thing built up to just one moment, and it just left me feeling empty yeah. you know, in the fetal position, just... At all the hours I had, you know, invested into this just for that, for that, that's it. Uh, anyway, that's another hot uh, take for another time. Uh, yeah, another hot take for another hot take. So uh, I've already spit enough fire today. I need to, you know, I need to wet my palate. 
Well, thank you very much, Elroy, for joining me. Uh, I feel like we have yet again solved some really important problems. I mean, we got to quit being so right. Mm. And uh, if you guys feel very strongly on either of our hot takes, probably I'd imagine mine more than Elroy's, uh, (laughs) if I was to guess, then please let us know in the Discord. Uh, I've been Chewy on Ice, and he's been Elroy MJ. Yeah, yeah. I've been Elroy on Fire, is what I've been. I was spitting them takes. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. I'm Wakapale, bringing you a special Better Completions Matter special, featuring the stupid grind that is War Planet Online Global Conquest. At least it used to be, with over 300 hours completion estimate on true achievements. I recently discovered it could be completed much, much faster without spending any money whatsoever on this potential money pit of a free-to-play game. To test my new super strat, I suckered Elroy OMJ into testing them for me. And here he is. Welcome, Elroy. <laughs> I appreciate it. It felt good to be the, the old guinea pig. Uh, I was in good hands. Uh, I, I appreciate you uh, considering me for this honor of playing this uh, just amazing title. Just an um, unforgettable title, I should say. Warplanet Online Global Conquest was released for PC and Windows Phone in September of 2017 and 9 of its 10 achievements could be earned in a matter of hours, with the final achievement taking around 80 hours to get. And I'm guessing since this was a Windows Phone title you gladly picked it up. Oh yeah, I mean I I think I played it on my phone for a little bit but uh, it seems like it was just a real quick uh, was it like 800, 900 points or something like that? And was it a real quick 900 points? It, yeah, quick 900. And then uh, I'm all about the quick 900. So then the last one I remember, I was like, yeah, well, I, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to actually play the game and uh, actually have to put some time into this. But I remember at the time, wasn't there a bunch of people, you, you mentioned the money pit, but weren't a bunch of people like pretty much paying for their completion at that point? Like eighty dollars, I think it was U.S. something like that. I think eighty dollars is way, way too little to get a quick completion. Yeah, you're probably right about that. This is a free-to-play game, and uh, you can pay money to get resources, but the actual cost of those resources are insane. I think it would be thousands of dollars to get the completion in an evening. Yeah, I never really explored the store, but they kept they kept uh, offering it. Uh, it wasn't for a lack of trying, let's say. Uh, no, the marketing is aggressive, and it keeps wanting you to spend money. Right, and and at times, I guess it's kind of um, tempting, I guess, because like every time you try to do something, so every time you take a step forward, it's like, ooh. I'm sorry. You're going to have to wait two hours before you can do something else. So it's like 
There's no momentum whatsoever. Everything's behind a time wall. And so basically you're paying for the convenience of actually feeling like you're moving forward. You're paying for not playing the game. <laughs> exactly. Which I, which I th always think is a bad idea. Right. Well, also their marketing is a little off on this because what they... I mean, for me personally, I, I skipped a lot of time on there. I, I mean, I was always speeding things up. And if they really were wanting to... Uh, charge you for this i don't know how i got this but i had so many metals there's this metal system that allows you to buy uh, power-ups and i assume if you buy something in the store it just gives you metals is that correct among other things you can buy a lot of different speed ups and medals to make that are universal speed ups and you can buy resources for them you, since you played this back in 2017, they have been giving away uh, a bunch of uh, medals at holidays and such. So you probably had a bunch yeah, okay. stocked so, up when you got back. That's what I was curious about. I was I, That's probably what happened then because I was like, well, if they're charging money in the store, why would I possibly do that? Because... I if you and there's all kinds of menus that pop up that you, it's just you have all this stuff and you just don't know where to find it. So finally, I figured to, out to look on the button that's called stash, and then I looked in there and I was like, oh my gosh! And like I had all these medals. I think I had like 47 or not, maybe even more than that. 47 100 medals, which is like 4,700 medals, and uh, that's a lot of currency in the game. And so I never had any problem. I still got. I got the completion just a few minutes ago, and uh, I still have 2,000 medals left, and I, I used them a lot. I know, Waka, you said that you're the kind of guy that just... Uh, <laughs> Hoards everything in case I need it later. <laughs> right. So you, you may be in, in luck, but chances are, if they come out with more DLC in a few years, you'll probably have 5,000 more medals that are available on your account, so... Um, it yeah. wouldn't surprise me if they added more achievements, but uh, I think that ship has sailed. Well, at least I hope so. <laughs> right. Yeah, but that's uh, that was kind of my experience with, with it was is that they were constantly just throwing ads in your face and just like, hey, you can make this go away. Just pay you know, $4.99, the exclusive special, you know, and had all these little flashing lights around I it was and everything. very tempted to put a dollar into the game <laughs> just so it would stop giving me all the, these ads all the time. Right. There's also an extra added bonus of a second build queue, which oh, would yes. have been useful oh. if you paid a dollar into the game. So... Maybe one dollar I should have spent in hindsight. <laughs> right. I guess for people that are listening to this that are going to go for the completion, I would I would say the second bill queue is it would be a good investment if because I think it's only like a, a thousand medals. It, I probably should have done that a long time ago because what happens is it said it might have been a holiday special, but it said if you paid any money whatsoever, oh, right. you would get a permanent second build queue, and you can buy a third build queue with money. Okay. Well, for for those of you wondering why that's important, it's because what happens is is that the whole goal in order to get the completion is you have to level up to level seventeen. Maybe we should step back and explain what this game actually is. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's that seems like a good idea too. Uh, all right. War Planet Online, it's uh, a always online... Uh, you see, uh, the entire world has fallen into some kind of hellscape-ish 
dystopia where there are warlords all over the place and all they're interested in doing is uh, sending tanks over to their neighbors all the time. So you play on a map of Earth and at any time uh, someone can come over and steal your stuff. That, that was Earth? That was Earth. Really? I have no idea what continent I was on then. If you looked at the world map, <laughs> you could see that it was very, very clearly Earth. For real? I have no idea where I was located. I thought it was on a different planet. I didn't realize it was actually Earth. It's not one server. There are many, many different servers. But you and I started off on a, a an ancient server. Uh So the good thing for us was that all of uh, our neighbors had stopped playing the games. (laughs) Years ago, probably. Quite some time ago. (laughs) But their bases kept generating resources for us to steal without uh, having any defenses. And that was the key from making this potentially 400-hour completion into, I'd say, maybe 20 hours now. Yeah, it's it's real sporadic. You'll put like an hour in and then... Uh, unless you want to blow through all your metals to speed up everything. I guess if you theoretically sat in front of your computer and waited for the, all the clocks to run down, then it would be probably close to 400 hours. But uh, Well, maybe not 400, but it, it would be much larger. You basically get something rolling, and then you just close it for the for you know 10 hours, 12 hours, and then come back to it. So you just kind of have to monitor it. It's so, But actual time in front of the computer, probably yeah, 15, 20 hours, I would say. I said that this can probably be done in 10 days. Uh, it took you 14. Yeah, I had a couple setbacks. Uh, there, uh, you mentioned the neighbors that had long since passed and uh, <laughs> not active. Well, there are still some people, miraculously, that play this game. And one of them is a Russian uh, a-hole that uh, uh, was about 10 tiles to my right. And uh, he would send out daily raids where he just killed everybody within like a 20-mile radius. And he was one of the power users of, uh, in my area uh, with a big, you know, large base and everything. And, and so... Uh, I was kind of unfortunate that I was close to this guy because not only would he attack me and steal any extra resources I had, but uh, I couldn't quite figure out how to not fight back because the troops are very valuable because that's what you use to steal the resources. And so he would come in, you know, he'd just come in periodically and just attack me and then I'd have to spend extra time repairing my, my troops because they would not be able to steal resources until I repaired them. So he really cost me a lot of time. And then the other part of that is is that he was stealing all the resources that I was going to steal because he knew, you know, obviously he played that game a lot more than I did. So he knew exactly everyone within a 20-mile radius that was inactive. And so all of a sudden I became active and, you know, I, I got to feel the brunt of his his <laughs> his force there. So, uh, so that was kind of one of the setbacks I had uh, in the game. And uh, then also I made one mistake where I attacked somebody early on because it's, it's, it's difficult to get your troops up to a high level at the beginning. It takes a little bit of work. And so I finally gotten it up to that level. And then I made the mistake of attacking somebody that was not inactive. And if you make that mistake, it's very costly because uh, their chances are they're a higher level than you and their defenses are just going to shred you. So that's what happened to me. So I had two setbacks and that probably cost me a few days, I would say. Yeah, so back in the day, uh, everyone was still active. 
well most of the people and uh, you couldn't steal things from people without it costing you a lot of resources to rebuild your army instead you have to go out and uh, harvest resources on the map and you could usually get around 30,000 in an hour or two of uh, the resources that you needed but looting from someone is significantly faster you could get hundreds of thousands of resources in a matter of minutes yeah that's that i mean absolutely i at one point i i started i, I went through a phase where I, I tried to gather a little bit but you know right after my army got smacked and and i was like my god this is all i get for this i mean it was it took like uh 45 minutes to an hour to harvest these resources and you're only getting like twenty thousand. Whereas you just go attack an inactive base and you're going to get like 100,000 within a minute. So it's like, why on earth would you actually gather and do that? I, I mean, obviously it's... Yeah, because back in the day, yeah. people had defenses. Right. No longer do. They do not. That is absolutely correct. Uh, so like, for example, I was a level 14 or I don't know what it started, like 12, 11, I don't know, whatever. I was very low level, and I'm attacking, like, level 20-something people, and they literally have no defenses. Their defensive of, defenses have uh, long since gone home. But they're, like you said, their bases have been producing all these resources, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, you just, it's so easy. All you have to do is just pillage and pillage and hope that the russian the mean russian next door doesn't attack you so there you have it <laughs> and then the, there's the faction uh thing also uh, that you you told me to join that i think is an important uh point as well yeah if you join a faction it looks like you're active which is probably the most important part <laughs> even if you're not taking part in any faction related activities it also gives you resources every day just for being in the faction yeah and it is also necessary for one of the title update achievements for sending a satellite to a space station. Oh, I didn't realize that one was tied to the factions. Yeah, if you read the solution for that uh, achievement, people are very, very unhappy about it. And says that, oh, it's, this is going to take months of active play to get this achievement. <laughs> this sucks. And yeah, it's been several months now and we can just come in and... Uh, <laughs> reap others hard work yeah yeah that's exactly what i mean I, I had that one within two days i think i think it's level 13 was required for that one yeah it's that was one of the quicker ones so i mean seriously if you've used this for the cheap gamer score back in the day like i did revisit it because chances are you've got a ton of bonuses and medals and everything and it really is not very time consuming it's a great game you can have on in the background when hypothetically you're teaching classes or working uh, where you just start something and then forget about it for a few hours and then come back to it. It's very much a game you do not play. You just <laughs> exactly. tell it to do something and then you wait 12 hours and then you go back see if it's done. Yeah, absolutely. The, uh, it's very interesting. Uh, very, uh, there's very, there's a lot of interesting things about it. Uh, I was really puzzled why there's this the the creepy trader guy. Did you ever use the trader guy? I did not. Uh, I should have. I got him a ton of cookies, but they expired. <laughs> yeah, it was like a, a I think a holiday thing, and so uh, the holidays came and went, and 
you still got this creepy guy dressed up like Santa Claus, and it's like mid-January. Uh, I think they finally changed him back to where he doesn't have a Santa outfit on, but uh, he, that was kind of uh, an unusual thing. You know, here it is, uh, middle of January, and, uh, you know, this guy's showing up in a Santa Claus outfit wanting to trade with you, and uh, I don't know, that's that's kind of a red flag in my book. But uh, uh, also there's... Uh, a good future uh, for uh, attractive women in the future in, the, in this warlike scape uh, where uh, they do a great job of spinning wheels and uh, they uh, in the dress code for the, the women in the military in the future, or I guess this is in the future. I don't know if it's in the future. I guess it's so. Uh, I mean, I just found out it was on Earth. But uh, yeah, there's uh, a lot of uh, uh, attractive women in the military that uh, they like to put on the screen for you as well. Yeah, and uh, tell you to buy stuff. <laughs> it's so weird, right? It's like they're always trying to sell you something. I don't know. And now that using attractive women, I mean, that's that can't work, right? Oh, man. <laughs> the trader is good for uh, getting one of the, probably the final achievement you're going to get, for decorating yourself with an exclusive avatar or frame. You can buy a frame there with uh, in-game resources or spend actual money for it. It might be the fastest option, it's probably the fastest option, but if you decide to get to level 17 you get an exclusive avatar as soon as you start upgrading your headquarters, so that will be your final achievement if you choose to go that route. Yeah, I, I was looking at that and yeah, I think it would actually be faster to just buy it. I didn't realize you could buy it from the trader because it looked like it was going to cost a thousand medals. But like I said, I had so many medals left over and to upgrade, you're going to have to grind out a lot of, uh, you know, sending your troops all over the map. And so it would be a faster option, uh, assuming that I, I saw that correctly, that I could have bought it for a thousand medals. You might have, but... Uh... His inventory is uh, uh, random, and it's oh. not the same for everyone else. Okay. So you might not have it in stock. I never saw it while I went for the completion. Okay. And and I played the game for over 80 hours. I, I never really visited the guy. He was kind of creepy. So, um, yeah, so I, I, I don't know about it, uh, whether or not he had it on, available for me or not. I, maybe I should have just went and visited him. Maybe if he was an attractive lady trying to sell me something, I would have uh, saw it or something. I don't know. It was a, it was not a bad experience, the whole thing. And it's got decent TAD uh, for it. Um, decent, uh, considering nowadays you don't have to put in much time if you can get in on an old world. Uh, if you start the game from scratch right now, you're probably going to end up in a new world with a bunch of more active people <laughs> just wait three years <laughs> i think that you can get a referral from someone and end up in the old worlds but i haven't tried that out so if someone is interested i guess i can install this <laughs> product again and uh, send you an invite and see what happens uh, but as it stands the game has 1350 game score worth 2244 ta the ta is very backloaded you get 900 gamer score in an hour of starting the game or something. Yeah. And then you're probably going to have to play around 15 hours over two weeks to get the rest of the achievements. Uh, that's what, And I think that's what most people did do is they, they're like, oh, wow, look at this. Because uh, back when it came out, we were kind of on the uh, the front end of the whole easy gamer score uh 
thing <laughs> where Rataleka was just, you know, starting to pump, you know, pump out the titles and the ACAs were starting to get fired up and and then the, here comes another easy 900 gamer score. So I think most people did that and uninstalled it and uh there's probably a lot of people that are listening to this will be like, "Oh yeah, I remember that game." Okay. So, uh, you probably I, I was a few next takers. door to planting. <laughs> I know I stole his stuff all the time. <laughs> planting. I, I never saw anybody I knew. Um uh, I I don't know. I, I wish I didn't know that Russian guy, man. He he is very active, I should say. I was in the middle of Africa and uh, there was a lot of uh, TA people just to my west, so uh, I, I could tell that yeah, these guys haven't played in ages, so I just <laughs> right. k- kept looting their stuff. And they'll never know because they're never coming back, probably of their level seventeen and higher. That is so. But uh, yeah, and I again, I appreciate you bringing this one to my attention. I, I this is one less thing in my backlog, so there you have it, easy completion. I mentioned earlier that this is a great game for the. Better completions matter competition. Are you partaking in that this year? No, I'm I'm a, I'm a G test guy through and through. So yeah. If you did, this would have been a pretty good game to for some good score since it's uh, over 300 hours uh, on TA with the title update. The title update is rated 200 plus hours. The base game is rated 80 to 100, but there are significant amount of people who has uh, filled in 200 plus hours in the base game as well. Uh, I did it in around 80, and that's with active people around. Now that I got back to it, it went significantly faster, and I was done in a matter of hours over a few days. Since there are time gates everywhere in this game. Oh, for sure. And uh, getting back to that second queue, that's what that's how it works. Is the whole goal is to level up your base. So you have to get up to level 17 or 16 minimum. So you go to upgrade your base. And it's like, oh, to upgrade this, you need these resources. But you also need this other building at level 4. Or this building needs to be level 5. So then you go click on that building. Oh, to upgrade this to level four, this other building needs to be upgraded to level three. And so it's like, uh, you know, stair steps. It's like you have to, you know, <laughs> kind of get this one. Okay, now, now I can upgrade this one. Now I can upgrade this one. Okay, finally I can upgrade my base. So several times you'll run into that where there's some building that they haven't brought up in a long time, like the research and development building uh, or something like that where you just haven't been upgrading it and all of a sudden it needs to be level seven and you're sitting there at level three or four and and so you have three levels and that doesn't sound like a lot but each upgrades you know like 12 hours and then it's you know 18 hours and it's a a full day and it's just like uh, and so then you go and you have to buy you know speed ups and all this other stuff and but it, that's that's where they get you. <laughs> that's yeah. where they get when you. When <laughs> you start out, there's basically no waiting. The first levels just fly by. If there's less than five minutes left in the build queue, you can automatically finish it by clicking whatever you're upgrading. Yeah, the early levels, they are not an issue. But once you start hitting 10 and higher, yeah, you're in for quite a wait. One one thing I, I would tell people that are going for this is that chances are in your stash you have something that says up, 
upgrade to VIP for one day, and you probably got like six of those or so, uh, use that. Uh, use those up because they probably will... don't have them if they start out now, since oh, okay. they've well, been accumulating over time right. for you. Well, if you're one of the returning users uh, like me that started it way back when, chances are you have a bunch of those. And what that does is it actually speeds up the time that is uh, subtracted from five minutes to ten minutes. I'm sure it does other things as well, but that was the thing that I noticed. That so when it gets to five minutes normally, then you can just hit you know click to finish it. It's like free. And then if you are use one of those tokens, it ups it to ten minutes, which doesn't sound like a lot, but a lot of those. Uh, middle upgrades are like seven minutes, eight minutes, you know, nine minutes, ten minutes, you know. And so, if you don't do that, you're talking four minute wait here, four minute wait there, five minute wait here. It's just kind of uh, a good way to speed it up. So, if you have those, definitely use those because, uh, especially if you're about to do a bunch of upgrading, because it knocks off five minutes per thing, and then you can keep your power ups for uh, or your speed ups for things that cost. You know, several hours instead of wasting it there just to knock off a couple minutes. So, so while you're waiting for a building to, that takes one day to finish, you might get tempted to go out and get your resources for your next upgrade. Uh, that might be a bad idea. You're right about that. Uh, there, that you, a mean old Russian will come uh, take everything from you that is above the level of the building called the vault in Waka told me the value of the vault uh, probably a day too late <laughs> it uh it's a building that allows you to uh limit your Safe losses God. yeah it limits your losses so it's like two you know 2.7 million steel or whatever steel is one of the resources so if you have 2.9 million then you're only going to lose 200,000 rather than them taking everything from you so that's a great building. I'm glad you said that. That's a great building to upgrade uh, and keep upgraded uh, as you're going for it. Because that is very frustrating after you've just raided the whole map and then somebody just comes and takes it all from you uh, of Russian descent. <laughs> that happened to me, yes. As I mentioned, this game is great for the BCM. There are a couple of categories that you can get done. Uh, there's a category called Handyman, which is for crafting in the game. You can craft stuff. I never bothered with it. I'm sure you didn't either. Crafting? I don't even know what you were crafting. Is that what all those weird bonuses were? Like, uh, you get, like, super transistors and... I, yes. I, I, I couldn't figure out what any of that stuff was for. I was yeah, you like... get a bunch of components that you can uh, put together to get temporary upgrades for your commanders. Oh, Wait, why would you need that? There, there's no enemies to, uh, to attack. <laughs> Except those Russian dudes. <laughs> That's right. Except for the Russians, man. Yeah. I did have to use one time. One time I uh, I used a... Uh, again, I had all kinds... I, I had so many power-ups and speed-ups and medals. And, I mean, they just... They really wanted me to come back and play this game, apparently, over the last three years. And so uh, there is one thing that you can put around your base that keeps you safe. Uh, it's like a little dome. I used that one time when I saw the Russian was firing up uh, all his attacks so that he would uh, avoid me because uh, I was somewhere in the middle. I was kind of, my my uh, vault wasn't upgraded as much as it should have been. And so I, I think I thwarted him from taking my stuff that day at least. I think the problem with using that shield is 
One, it's temporary, but as soon as you attack someone, the shield goes down. Oh, really? I just popped it up and left, so I guess it worked. <laughs> but that's a good... I didn't know that. I'm glad glad you said that. Well, I guess it doesn't matter to me now, but... Uh, yeah, that, that thing is uninstalled. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally, I literally installed, uninstalled it 30 seconds after I got the completion, so there you go. I'll never come back. Back to the BCM, there's another category called War. War never changes, and it's for completing a game with war in the title. And War Planet Online Global Conquest does include that word. Yep. There's also the big ones, the a major grind or a minor grind for completing a game longer than 200 hours or 50 hours. So, uh, to sum it up, get into an old world... Loot everyone that appears to have left the game and you should have the completion in two weeks. There you go. Don't buy anything. Well, maybe buy one thing for a dollar to get the secondary build queue. There you go. I I agree. I I support that. (laughs) But I don't support giving them money, so don't buy anything. (laughs) There you go. Won't be for their lack of trying, though. Thank you for being the guinea pig and uh, seeing if my super fast strats worked, which they did. I appreciate it, and yes, they did. So thank you, Waka, and uh, I appreciate you uh, letting me uh, try it out with you. Thank you again, Elroy. Thank you. Take care. Have a nice day, everyone. (laughs) 